Hello, and welcome to Magic Myths and Mayhem, a TTRPG podcast with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I am Alex, your host and GM, and with me are Rowan, Mark, and Joe, our wonderful players. How are you all doing? You doing well? Yeah. Apart from crunchy. I have my Marmite rice cakes. I'm happy. My hair is doing a weird thing because the headphones are riding up. My hair's doing a weird thing. It's falling out. <laughs> falling? It's falling. <laughs> there are areas I have to put suntan lotion on. I didn't use to put suntan lotion. It's true. <laughs> but. Uh, unfortunately, we do not have a hoodie today. Is that a beer and rice cake combo? It is. What a what a what a crack That's incredible. I just I got into the house about uh, eight minutes ago and I've had a shower since then, so I just grabbed whatever was sort of closest to hand downstairs. Unfortunately Purdy could not make it today, and as usual we have to ask our resident investigator on the scene, Joe. Why is Purdy not here? I'm so glad you asked. Um Purdy isn't here. Uh, you might remember, well, you might remember the last time Purdy wasn't here. It was after a creative endeavor. She was changing uh, the lyrics to uh, respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me. Um, and she was really struggling with it, which was why she took the night off to work on that. Unfortunately, her aspirations of a musical career have fallen through. Uh, F in chat for uh, <laughs> Um, however, she's not given up on entertaining the masses and being on the stage. So I'm very pleased to announce that the great Perdo will soon be bringing a magic act to a local theatre near you on tour <laughs> 2024. Get your tickets in now. Pre-orders are available wherever tickets to incredible magic shows are sold. God. Uh, merch will be available uh, <laughs> at some point over the Christmas period, so you can get, get them in for your friends and family over the holidays, make a great Christmas gift. And um, <laughs> yeah, get your tickets in, well, and uh, we hope I'll to see there. you on tour 2024. I'll be there. Joe, listen, I, Joe, you're not listening to the music, and, I, and I'll have to add this in to, to the edit. Joe, you're not listening to music. The, the shitty trumpet version, or trombone <laughs> version of the intro started playing as you were cracking into that. Uh, like almost perfect time you were like, now she's the great poet. It was like, oh, it just exaggerated everything. It was beautiful. Uh, well, you know, I wish, uh, I wish, um, I do truly oh, wish that Purdy was doing a magic show, but if we were to do something like that, it's the kind of thing that we would end up putting on our Patreon, which we do have, Magic Myths and Mayhem. You can follow for extras, pre-rambles, early episodes, things like that. I, I even put up an image of uh, my drawing of Dance the Sword on there, you know, there's, there's shit on there. Um, I bet you're proud of yourself for that, uh, segue, huh? Do you want to hear a recap? Uh, if, if I don't advertise, who is gonna? Uh, yeah, let's do a recap. It's probably helpful. Pedo. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I really recap. I, I forgot if the recaps are meant to be helpful. Just play it. Well, well, these kids certainly do know how to stir up trouble, don't they? If you ask me, they're nothing but hooligans. Oh, come 
come on! It's all sanctioned by the goody-goody-two-shoes Captain Dell, isn't it? Supposedly. But she asked them not to engage. No, she asked them to avoid engaging, if possible. We both saw that note she sent. She asked them to go back to the flat that they had an altercation in, and impersonate the thugs they killed, in order to penetrate through the defences of the underground. Eh, penetrate. With the assistance of that changeling, Rosewood. Ooh, I like him. He's so cold and stoic. I don't. He's a bad influence. Well, he got them inside, didn't he? Into the big, bad warehouse. It's not his fault that the boss man wreck and recognise them. <laughs> recognise? That wasn't the issue. The issue is that whilst Cromwell, Jameth, and Neva were trapped in the basement... Taking a you dumb! Rosewood and Maisie killed a guard. Corrupt guard. And started a fire right next to the highly volatile crystals. That explosion was glorious! And it's not like anything was lost. The bad guys lost a major part of their operation. It was highly inappropriate. Now they risk danger of being found. And we both know how that ends. With Spoilers! We are trans-dimensional beings. We can see all of time. We literally cannot encounter spoilers because we already know what happens. Yeah, but it's more fun pretending. Your obsession with these mortals is unsettling. Yeah, well, at least I'm happy. There we go, a wonderful, uh, informative <laughs> introduction uh, to Alex. episode 38. Yes? I just want to tell you, your intros are very helpful and very well put together and well thought thank, out. Thank, thank you. But I love when your wife gets involved in them. <laughs> she does a good job. Give Sarah our freaking BAFTA. I, I I definitely found a lot of enjoyment editing through and hearing that duplicated taking a big dump like multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely wonderful. So we start back our adventure. Uh, on the <laughs> night slash morning it would end up being of uh the 23rd i'm gonna say it's the friday i'm pretty sure everything that happened in the last one was on the 22nd yes it would have been uh so it's the friday 23rd of january 6843 now um a few things uh, uh to sort of recollect as would have happened which i know are kind of covered but as you would be reacting to them uh from carly's perspective as i as i have already informed you um you would have been sort of informed that something was going on, been like, no, I don't want to be involved, I'm too into my books. And then three or four hours later, there would have been an, like a, a massive explosion in the distance. You're far enough away that it wouldn't have shaken the earth. But looking out of the window, you'd see like this plume, this cloud appearing uh, all the way down in Southreach, uh, which is very concerning. And then of course, a lot of guards and the metal hawks and stuff flying over towards it. The rest of you uh, would have, I presume, made your way back to the university from your own separate routes. Um, Neva being followed by uh, a disguised Maisie, a disguised Cromwell, tootling through the streets until they get home, and Jameth in jackal form uh, getting home a similar late hour. It probably would have been past midnight. Um, Kali probably would have been asleep by then. But you wake up in the morning bright and early, ready for... I know. University. He would he would he would wait up until they got back after an explosion as well. <laughs> in which he'd be, case, he'd be sitting there with it. In which case, they do eventually come back. Um, you would see 
uh, Neva and and Maisie. Maisie probably at that point shifting back into uh, Maisie's usual form. Well, I and don't then... know. After after how last session ended, I don't know True. if she would. Does she? I think she's going to changeling form. Okay, you see Maisie in a changeling form. You see Neva be a little huffy and concerned and a little worried about it all and just go straight into her room. Have I recognized Maisie in a changeling form? Yeah, you've, you've seen it before. We'll take a second, maybe. Yeah, a few times. Recognize. And then Cromwell coming back, I believe he said, as a very plain and nondescript dwarf. Um, so just a, a dwarf. Yes, yeah, if it's taken less than an hour to get back, yeah. then I would still uh, be in disguise. Yeah, and Jameth would walk in as Jameth because it would have transformed sort of as she got home. But eventually you all, at a very similar time, do end up getting back to uh, uh, an angry father style rapping on the on the table, you're tapping the fingers of Carly. What, 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 what happened? Blew up a factory. Blew up a, I heard the bang. It's okay, they were making drugs and everyone was not in the factory when it blew up. Technically a warehouse. Yeah. Are you all okay? Anybody get hurt? Yeah, we're good. Didn't even get into any fights. But yes, also people got hurt. I don't think well, they, hurt. they mostly ran away. Well, Rosewood took. We, we don't. Took we don't know off, but... that it was empty. <laughs> I thought you were just doing a bit of investigating. Or I'd come with you. We were, yeah. but then that's uh, what we were told it was going to be. These these three got arrested. Well, yeah. taken to holding. Wouldn't you know it? Once again, taking a job from Captain Dell. Uh, meant that um, our lives were in danger. Like, almost immediately after the first time we did it. Or the last have time. You, have, you, uh, have you told Captain Dell what happened? Not yet. No. Well, the, uh, the changeling person is probably going to do that. Anyway, Cal, it's your fault we were in danger. We are angry with you. Hey, we're staying here reading my books. No, this is something you've already done. Do you remember... Months ago, when we, I think we'd just gone to the to the shopping center, and there was some guy getting the piss beaten out of him in an alleyway. I do, yes, 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 yeah. You remember those guys who who we kind of like scared off, and one of them had one arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, t- turns out he's like pretty high up in the Angel Fire manufacturing and distribution business of the city. Uh, and he recognized us because of that. So, um, you fucked up. You we're owe us. Die. I, he knows what we look like. He the right thing, and it sounded like he would be right to do it if he's in the angel, whatever it is, business. You should. So. <laughs> I, anyway, I thought you were in disguise. Yeah, we're in disguise to leave. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, you should have gone in disguise. Well, never mind, too late now. 20 iron sign all that but at least nobody not of you got hers anyway so i think we need to make sure captain dell knows about it though otherwise we'll have people knocking on the door um rosewood will probably let her know Hmm. okay yeah we met i don't know if you remember we we met macy's real father that no just there's there's a group of changelings in the city that work undercover on and do they do like cool super secret change like stuff like yeah, you know, like like super secret spy cop i mean well, as far as options go that's a pretty cool one 
And, All right, pig. And, 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 <laughs> and, and uh, but is he is he actually a relative, or is that just Cromwell being Cromwell? No, no that's just Cromwell being Cromwell. Oh, I see. you don't know that. <laughs> Pretty confident. Well, that's very interesting, though. Well, uh, uh, I think changelings are normally quite rare, but that must be quite nice to to meet some people who understand what what you're going through. Yeah, I'll talk to him about it later. We talked a little bit, but I notice you know, you're work. you're in your uh, sort of natural form now. Uh, yeah, uh, Rosewood kind of recommended not uh, being in in my tiefling form for a while, at least. I think he said ever again, but I'm gonna take it for as a while, at least. Did he say why? Just because because they'll get recognized and murdered. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's a very good I answer. feel like we can't state enough that there is now probably quite a large part of the underground mob of maybe Southreach, maybe the whole of England that wants to kill definitely me and Cromwell. Um, and Neva. And, and Neva. Probably you and Maisie. Mm -hmm. Maybe even Gail. She wasn't there, that's probably fine. Oh, definitely Gail. Gail's gonna Gail's gonna go first. Please yeah. out of character, please don't put any ideas in Alex's head. <laughs> please. Already full of ideas. <laughs> you know, when I came to I'm gonna make sure Gail dies first. When I came to university, I like didn't it. expect to be on the hit list of a of a major criminal organization. I've got to be honest. I had to go and see This is why you don't have to step into every situation that you see, Cal. No, you have to. The whole point of life is to help others. Right, but you get to pick one. You either get to step into every situation and then not be mad that people are trying to kill you or stay out of every situation and then yeah. be happy that people aren't. Oh, I'm, I'm not mad that people are trying to kill me. I'm just surprised. I wouldn't have thought I'm important. Okay, now. well, you cannot be mad that people are trying to kill you, but let's let's weigh this up. You, A guy who had already had the shit kicked out of him stopped having the shit kicked out of him a little sooner. And the cost for that is now all of us your acquaintances are at risk of having a very close brush final brush with our mortality but when you do die you've done a good thing so that'll count for you great for, for what well the next life i mean Maisie's gonna serve as a Demon Dragon Lady's bitch for the rest of eternity. Maisie's well. already in it next. I don't know if it matters. I don't know if it matters what what she does. Yeah, that's true. Of course, I mean the Dragon Lady could probably help out against these. Uh... Look, it's late. I'm going to bed. I'm glad you didn't get out. Okay. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Guess it's just you and me now, Neva. No, Neva immediately went into her room at the, at the as she walked in. <laughs> She's so stealthy. <laughs> Maybe she also is not a tiefling. Maybe she's a cat. I mean, Maybe I'm technically a like a dog thing, so... I wasn't talking to you, Jay. Don't eavesdrop on my own conversation. <laughs> I'll eavesdrop on what I want to eavesdrop on. I'm going I'm to storm out now. You can't storm out. It's storm in. I should probably sleep and shit. I can't believe it blew up. Where was it? 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 Where was it?
I hope I see everyone in the morning and we don't die. Friday morning comes around. You have your usual uh, set of classes. Nothing seems particularly out of order. Nobody comes at you wielding knives, at least not yet. Um, Neva is... Well, Maisie, you would recognize Neva's doing a Neva thing of being quiet and not like grumpy, but very, you know, reserved and ups obviously upset about something. But <clears> needs a time. She's she's processing, as she would probably put it. So you don't really poke her at mm -hmm. least. Not mm -hmm. um, Crumble will poke her, but get, but getting nothing, you will leave it a little bit before doing it again. <laughs> um. Cromwell would also know that tomorrow, the Saturday, is uh, when that fight between Genesis and uh, I believe it was insert team name here are going to be it's going to be happening that you were interested in watching. Um, What's the date? The, the, <laughs> uh, the 23rd. But as, uh, yeah, the day, as the day is going through, amazing, you get a little phone call uh, from mm -hmm. Anton. Anton, okay. Yeah. Hello? Phones up about your lunchtime, it's like, Oh, you're right, how are you, how are you, how are you doing? I was just, uh, you know, you want to be for you and stuff. Yeah. You know, was, uh, how's your day going? Oh, you know, haven't killed anyone today, so that's good. Well, that's good, that's good. I, I mean, I'd hope that's the same for most days. I tend to find most, most of my yeah. days not, not killing people. Never really much went for that adventure in life and all that kind of stuff. You know, there was a time when I was quite quite keen to be an adventurer is why I started learning all the blaze stuff and I just found myself falling into wanting to make the blaze rather than you know, using Ant them and though Anton, I know I, I've got a class yeah. to get to is there oh, a reason right yeah no I, I did you asked me to phone you when uh when uh, uh Timberly name came into town yeah are they are they there <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, I thought I'd phone you because they, they're in in town now. Um, they'll be around for a couple of weeks, you know, nothing to, to rush, but I thought you might be interested. Um, yeah. Are they there are right now? Well, they're, 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 well, yeah, they're settling in and stuff. Uh, I might give them the, the weekend maybe, but they're around. I, I've, I've let them know that you're probably popping around at some point uh, to the edge Um I would think... Uh, 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 Mr. Vasvas is particularly fussed about being a part of that conversation, but but you know, they'll be around and chat with you and all that kind of stuff. All right, I'll see you in an hour. All right. <laughs> <laughs> going right over there. <laughs> You're going right over there. Yeah, I've just figured. Uh, out are you telling you telling anybody else? Or? Um, I'll uh, pop it in the group thread. <laughs> <laughs> The, the uh, group rock thread. I'm glad that I'm glad that some of us are starting to pitch in on this tapestry we've been weaving together. <laughs> I wasn't expecting messages to be left on it. But... You you That's wander it. over to um, an image, so I have just love the description as well. Well, I might let you because you're the one that came up with it. I don't remember the person Fair I created. <laughs> you. I had forgotten that the name was. Timberly, I thought it was Kimothy. <laughs> <laughs> Both are very good. <laughs> like the same concept, though, aren't they? Yeah. Um, is anyone else? Are the other two of you coming along? I, having been. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. <clears throat> I would go along. I'm sure. not letting them out of my sight in this. I absolutely have to. So you wander into town, into the mall, over to the etchery. 
And, uh, you know, about this time, it's probably still open. Give a little knock on the glass door and Anton's in there just like, oh, you're right. Hey. Um, you know, I, well, I, like I was saying, you know, that like um, they kind of wanted to settle down and stuff a little bit. Yeah, and... but like this thing's a danger. And that, that thing about killing people was it, like it came a little too close the other night, so... Well, I, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, but I mean, you're welcome to to try. I mean, I don't blame them if they're, you know, uh, you know, jet lagged a little bit, long, lots of travel. Yeah, that's that. that's fine. Just you know, All just right. need them to know that I am a danger to myself and others. I wouldn't say you're, you know, necessarily a danger to uh, no. to other people. You know, lots of people have like bad views of themselves, and they'll find that they're starting thinking no, no, about think, themselves think, being a bad. I, I think in this particular case, you know, I think. There's a problem that needs solving, so perhaps you could, you know, say. Well, well, you know, nothing that nothing, nothing the problem can't be solved without you know getting your noggin stuck down and start thinking about it and all that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah. Cromwell. Cromwell. Oh, yes, so I didn't, see, I didn't see you down there. You're right. You're right, Mister Cromwell. That's all right, Anton. I respect you enough not to interrupt you. Uh, I just had a question of, uh, what's a jet and why would it cause you to lag? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, jetting around the is country like is what it means. Up? No, it's it's when somebody travels by airship or, or teleportation quite a lot, and then they have to get used to the new time zones. It's called jetting around the world. So you know, people you start to lag because your your brain's not quite keeping up with the with the time zones and stuff. That's why you call it jet lag. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you for explaining. So clearly inconsistent. You say wood chipper. <laughs> yeah, I recently was informed on what one was, and I was told I'd be taken to see one, but. Now Neva's in a mood and she won't take me. Oh, you won't see, won't see many woodchippers around here. Uh, I mean, most of the wood production that you find will be done over in Forth. You know, that's quite travel. Anton probably wouldn't have recognized me because <laughs> changelings. Oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm just going to go with you rocked with, um, with uh, just context. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah, he's face blind and he just saw the clothes. And was like, yeah, yeah that, you, that's you sound the same. You're around your friends. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> You're wearing the same clothes. It was like, you know, yeah. I like the new oh, makeup no. today. It's, look, it's looking very different. You're... <laughs> did it get resolved as to whether or not you left your clothes in that flat that exploded? Or... Yes, I didn't leave them there. I had a backpack okay. and I put them in there. You're talking about that explosion. Well, I didn't know that was a flat, but the explosion down over in Southreach. Oh, blimey, that was a hell of a thing. You know, practically heard it all the way from over here. Dust clouds, pretty sure lots of, you know, dust came over this way as well. That was a... It was a wild time. Wild time. Yeah. Don't know what was happening, you know? Some idiots yeah. probably got involved with something, I don't know. Oh, maybe there's a lot of, you know, bad people around that area, you know, lots of bad bad people doing bad things with those warehouses, you know, they, the guards, I, I feel like they could be doing more towards it, but maybe they aren't, maybe they can't, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, it, it's not nice knowing that there's a lot of bad stuff going on around in this town. I mean, there's not as bad as some towns. You know, it's quite, quite a respectable city, if I'm if I'm honest. You know, Southreach, not as good as some of the others. And, you know, if you shift around a little bit, Anton, you find some bad... Anton, yeah. Yeah? you know, if we could sort of see them now, that would be great, because, you know, you've got to get back to your... Yeah, they just... That would be a lesson, really. Well, I don't know if here. you can see Mark now. You can phone them if you want to. It's uh, not really my responsibility to, to help you get in contact with them. But I don't have their contact information, though. Did you just assume that because Anton yeah. called you that they would be here? Well, I did ask Anton no, if they're Anton's there. Talking, Anton's talking about us getting in touch with the guards. About That's what you were talking about with the guards and the explosions. No, talking about no, Timberly. Oh, 
Right, I simply... Uh, well, yeah, I mean... I, I don't know where they are right now. I thought you said they were here. In the city, yeah, they're probably staying in their house. Do you have a contact? Well, I was trying to tell you this, that you leave at the week and then they'd be coming around to the entry a bit more often, you know? Do you have any contact details for them? We could, you know, the house address or... Not me personally, I'm sure you could ask uh, Mr. Vasquez, he might have some, but... I, I, I don't really know, uh, I don't really know Timberly that well, to be honest, it was a bit rude to phone up. I agree with you, Anton. I was coming here anyway. I was going to see if you wanted to come see the um, the Warforged Wars match that's happening tomorrow with some of our competitors. I could do. I mean, I, I should be worrying. Do you know what time that's going to be on? Yes, it's at... 11 o'clock. <laughs> oh, 11 o'clock? No, I might be able to take some time. I'd have to ask Mr. Vasquez. He's firing me taking a bit of time off. I mean, he would probably won't mind that much. In fact, I'm pretty sure he would just tell me to do what I want as long as the stuff gets made. But, you know, I might pop along. Don't wait up for me, though. Okay. Well, it's at the same place it always is. Uh, so, um, you, you've been there. So, just, you know, I, mm. I shall hope to see you there. That sounds lovely. Sounds lovely. It's very nice. So, what about uh, so, Maisie? What, what do you want to do? You know, I thought this was like a bigger problem than people seem to think it is. So, I guess it's fine if it well, waits it, the weekend. It, it, not, well, I mean, I don't well, have much choice, but you know, it, it isn't fine, really. I mean, okay. fine, but I'd like to hear somebody, you know, an expert in the area say it's fine. Yeah. I guess you know, we'll you've wait. Get, you've already found out what dying's like once. I don't think we need to see that again, do we? It's not, yeah, it's not so much me that I'm worried about dying here. I'll tell you true. what, Anton, since mm -hmm. we're here, uh, would you mind if uh, Maisie left her number uh, for you to pass on at first opportunity? Uh, and then that way, um, we can kind of, we can either drop by if they don't get in touch or, you know, they might, they might realize that there is uh, some urgency that these two seem That's to feel that there idea. is. If we leave a note um, saying what the problem is as well, and, the, and a contact, yeah. a great idea. Right. Would, would you, would that be okay if you were to pass that on? I'll do my best. I, if you don't hear anything from me over the weekend, then, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Timberley will be using the lab, you know, in the back, so they'll be around on Monday. Thank you very much. That is very genial of you. Thanks. Well, I mean, some people do call my work pretty genius, but, you know, uh, I like it's just a hard day's work is what it is, you know? I think those are two different words. That's why she doesn't get it. Okay. So, out of character, who the hell is Timberly? <laughs> Timberly? You know Timberly name? It's Etch's apprentice. Really? Yeah, Etch had an apprentice that uh, Alex and Rowan hadn't named when they came up in discussion. So Don't we named drag me into this. I kept asking. This is part of <laughs> Etch's backstory that I was like, you need to come up with a name. And then on the spot, <laughs> I think it was said Timberly. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Another victim I, I, I to ADHD. I, I, I'll just roll with it, but I've got no idea who the heck we're talking about. I think, I think you were here for that. Yeah, I you may have been present, but were you here? Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't anyway, 
You step out of the uh, okay. <clears throat> out of the shop. Slightly deflated, I'm sure. Sure hope I don't kill anyone. I'm gonna head back to university. Oh, sure. I've got an arcane theory I wanna talk. Shall we lock oh. you in your room uh until you hear from Anton or until it's Monday? Um that was like my, my request last time, but nobody seemed to think it was a problem. And it hasn't been, so to be fair. I I, I have thought it was a problem the whole time. No one listens to me. <laughs> What do you so, feel, so should what we do go back and lock you in your room? Yes? I I guess. I, I do right. have another class. <laughs> Is it with the 10,000-year-old assassin? No, it's with the psychology professor, because it's psychology. Could they take you in a fight? I mean, prob- I just assume anybody that teaches at the university probably could. Yeah, it's a fair assumption. That's that's a choice you've got to make. Do you want to be responsible for the death of a teacher in their whole class? That's just rude. I feel like I feel like I'm being um, gatekeep girl bossed here. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's that's fair. I mean, it's entirely up to you, mate. You know, it's how how, how well you think you can control whatever's going on. I don't know if I can. It, it, it's listen. It, it's fine. I'm just in my free time. I'll be in the room. If we leave you by yourself, are you gonna try and go back to that hole to live there forever again? Depends how I'm feeling. Okay, well, you know, just as long as it's that hole, so we know where it is. Yeah, you'll know where I am. Yeah, neither wants to go and get you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like people are going to be looking for you in strange places. Okay. All right, off to class. (laughs) Back to university, it is. Head back to your classes. The rest of the day goes along fairly uh, uninhibited. Do you go along to your chain lesson? Yeah. Sure. Um, That would also go fairly smoothly. Um, unless you bring anything up, it's just a classic, you know, a bit of this, bit of that, some, um, some forms, some attacking, some, you're not quite, you know, ready for the blade yet. Still like a, a wooden stick on the end of a rope, but like, you know, you're getting much better with it, much more accurate. Uh, only minor, what would be fatal damage to the dummies that you're attacking. Um, (laughs) yeah, I don't bring anything up. I've, I've tried to on uh, Velka enough. <laughs> and you uh, get through the Friday on, into the Saturday keen, I'm sure, to watch what would hopefully and potentially be quite an interesting fight. You, you seem perplexed, Joe. What episode are we on? 38. <laughs> 38? Yeah, Why don't I remember this? I have something in my backpack called... Big Dead Rat from Alleyway, episode That's from 36. Like, that is from two <laughs> episodes remember. ago. Yeah, you, um, <laughs> when you were sleeping in the alleyway overnight, you oh, were, yes. you were, yes. um, Neva got spooked by a rat, and then when you were doing your watch, you went and hit one of the rats and killed it and put it in your, in your backpack. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and your yeah. reasoning was, I don't know, because. <laughs> <laughs> 
there, there was well, like no that reason that, for it. I'm glad that that's working out for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just in your bag. I like to imagine yeah. Cromwell just searching through for some books and pulling out a rat. Just like, when the fuck did I get this? the fight between uh genesis and insert team name here uh between starlight and insert bot name here starlight um which you eventually work out from the positioning of people and such is a bot made by your guys's next door neighbors the uh set of um girls whom you are not too much of a fan of Plus one extra who's obviously not from that flat. With their uh, very interesting, very athletic bot who's got lots of pinks and uh, whites, looks very uh, slim, fast, and I can't remember, I think it's a couple swords that they were holding on to, uh, which is up against, insert team name here with insert bot name here, with what appears to be a big cube. Why not even a big cube, like a five by five by five cube of metal? just sort of placed on the stand. And eventually as the fight starts, you see uh, Starlight power their way across with this immense acrobatics, this immense speed, just shoots across and starts attacking this metal cube, leaving mere scratches on the surface of this solid uh, metal exterior, until eventually, as the uh, Starlight backs away, insert bot name here has a little panel that opens up at the top and looks around, very Wally-esque eyes just looking around before those recede in and two like little arms recede out and fire out little magical bolts before they recede back in, obviously using a very advanced, like a much better version of a turtle shell to protect themselves. And this goes on for a while. There's a lot of projectiles being flung from the cube, which are completely missing. Starlight was far too quick and far too fast until eventually what is moving into quite a boring fight. You know, a few people are just like, oh, this is kind of boring, I'm going to leave. Uh, eventually, Starlight manages to get the timing just right to catch as the one of the ports is opening, and that is when everything switches over. One quick swipe of a blade goes through. You see, like, engine oil or, or just oil from the inside. Hydraulic fluid, fluid starts <laughs> spraying everywhere. The machine starts shutting down. Panels start jaggedly opening up and stuff. That's enough to... Know, get some blades in and all within about 30 seconds uh, insert bot name here is just a, a, a slightly deformed cube smoking fluids leaking the victor is claimed victory is claimed by that of starlight who stands there mostly um, unharmed have we fought starlight before or have we no. seen them before uh, I don't believe you may have watched one of their early fights. I think we might have seen them before. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like I recall this this robot, this mm. robot. I'm pretty sure I, for, you haven't for a second, I really thought that the cube was just a cube. <laughs> it's just, it's just a, like a, just a cube of metal. Yeah, <laughs> this is all they did. Um, That's really hard to beat. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> Is it broken? Well, it, maybe eventually you get timed out. It's like Robot Wars, where if you don't move enough, then uh, you just get just get counted out. Huh. Yeah, and then everyone sort of... Robot Wars the thing in the States? Uh, battle yeah. Bots yeah, battle bots, yeah. There's robot fights. Mm. Yeah. Well, that was a fairly yeah, impressive they've... robot that wanted that started, didn't it? Didn't pass. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But it's fast. 
I mean, he's very good at dodging attacks. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean very much, though. Like, that might mean that it draws a lot more power, but also that its armor might be quite thin because it has to be light. Um, True. I, I will cut back now that I have the visuals to remind. So it is not it is not pink and white. That was uh, what Sunday looked like. It's very similar, very slim. It's more like. Um, darker metallic pinks uh, spread around and on its head it has this like set of almost horns in the shape of a star and doesn't use blades it uses uh, guns pistols wow you lied to me I know I can't believe it but it uses pistols same result what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck so have have we built the uh, the bot to Specifically, fight that robot. What do you mean? We we don't get to change it around very much. We just get to upgrade it each time. Well, I mean, fair. Upgrade Have we specifically it? upgraded it? Yeah. <laughs> maybe like maybe uh, I don't know, fire a uh, net maybe or something that could catch it, slow it down. Maybe we could probably get a net, but. Uh, uh, just to double check, Alex, so Darwin should be level five, right? Uh, yeah, you start at three. You've done two fights, so it's five sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we ha we have a way to uh, give them disadvantage on the next weapon attack, uh, and we also they're made of metal, so we can just continually do damage to them. Um, and we can become a big bear with a we little can become bear. A bear who this is a little bear. Um, Have we worked on we making that little bear them. become, a, or make a little bear as well? I, do you know, so I it's like a seen, bear. I haven't seen bear, that bear, bear, bear. The little bear currently cannot make another little bear. Russian Damn. bear dolls. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen our robot fight yet because we've been. I think we've been two fights. I was away both times. Uh, I don't know. I yeah, thought you were there for the first one. No, I've never seen that. Do you remember it turning into a bear and then, or summoning you, another small bear? That's no guarantee that I wasn't actually there. <laughs> yeah. It turns into a bear and summons another small bear. Yeah. Uh, like a transformer. That's its main gimmick, to be it's honest. <laughs> I think we need, I think we need a little more mobility. I feel like that was what was hurting us last time. We're, we're pretty pretty stagnant. Yeah, I mean this. I don't know about that. Fight some other starlight. You've got to move around quite quickly. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be able to hit them from range. Yeah, um, but I'm also thinking if you've got two, uh, like a bear and a little bear, if they could hold something between them to sort of surround it tight. I still think some some skulls and flames on the bear would help a lot. Yeah, but I think you're wrong. Uh... Okay, but... We've got ways that we could, we could mess up the ground or kind of knock it down. There's a few things we can, we can do. Well, yeah, mess up the ground's gone. Yeah, we could slow it down. Give it a disadvantage. Or defense, particularly. Something just something to knock its dexterity down. Yeah, or we can just you know zap it with lightning. That would also be good. Yeah. When's our next fight? 
Like forever away, I'm pretty sure. The 14th of February. <clears throat> so like forever, essentially. <laughs> uh, one, two, three weeks. Yeah, forever. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> the Saturday goes across. The weekend disappears. Oh, did we see, did we see Anton at the uh, at the fight? No, he didn't. He was not there. What the fuck, Anton? The weekend. Maybe he's getting away. Uh, the weekend disappears as quickly as it came, unless of course you guys decide to do anything. And Monday rolls around, and I know, of course, Mace is very keen to be uh, running away on the Monday. What do you do? Any of your classes first, or is it just like fuck that shit, fuck this shit? I'm out. What's the? Oh, Monday's the worst day for my classes. They're all spaced out in an annoying way. Yeah, you unfortunately do have a lot of classes. Listen, I'm not going to be able to focus on my classes anyway. I'll just head right over there in the morning. We could go at three o'clock because uh, both of us have finished by then. That's so far away. Fine, 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 I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll try. So the day goes through, you're agitated, and as soon as uh, three o'clock hits, the end of, what are you doing at that point? Subdiffuge. If if, if Cromwell's coming with us, it would have to be at four o'clock. I don't know if you're waiting that long. I also don't know if Cromwell cares that much. (laughs) No, I'll go. I need to let Anton know what happened at the fight, let him know what we're dealing with. Fine. So three o'clock comes around, you're just sitting, you're just waiting, just like, just so antsy. And the second that Cromwell's like done, I feel like you're standing outside of uh, Calloway Quad, classroom A2, just for Cromwell to step out. So you're like, okay, we're leaving now. <laughs> yep. Let's go. Hello, Cromwell. Oh, uh, looks like we're going. You wander across town into the mall as is recognized, uh, as you recognize it from now, and uh, you move into the etchery. Anton's standing there, you know, clanging away next to the forge, sweating, making a you know some sort of sword or another. He's walking. He's like, "You're right. How are you doing? Love to see you again. Sorry, you couldn't make it uh, on Saturday." Um, how dare you? Things you know, we we won, by the way. Such. I'm glad to hear. Wait, you weren't a part of the fight. No, he's having Just checking to make sure you're paying attention. He's having you watch. It's a good fight. There's this cute robot against this pink, jumpy robot. It was very good. My enemy is is speed over durability, I think. Well, I mean... I reckon we're we're probably fine. We should be. I mean, speed is only so good, eventually they got to start stopping, you know. I reckon what we've got going will uh, will be strong enough to make our way through. Um, unless there's any changes, of course, that you're thinking of making, I, I wouldn't recommend we go for any drastic changes, though, just improving on what yeah. we've got. You know, if you ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what I always learned. Unless, of course, you know, uh, sometimes I, I've made I've made errors in my work, and then it, it ain't it ain't technically broke, but then I do have to fix it. It's one of Is those the problems. Lab all in all, back there. I the uh yeah, the lab's back through there. Awesome, you know, thank you. You you run past him. He's like, oh, just for a second. and then you you run up to the fr- to the back door and you just poof, it's locked. <laughs> like that door stick is yeah. Which is not. It's very rude, Maisie. I'm sorry about her, Anton. Oh, she's, oh, a bit, uh, she's a bit wound up at the moment. A bit, you know. I can tell. Um, unlike you, they're going to hear you. They're in the lab. You're making noise and such. Any way to get in touch with them? Is there like an intercom or anything? 
Oh, I could just use my key to go in the back, you know. Well, that'd be nice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah yes, Mr. Batman. What's an intercom? I don't know. It's communication between people. The intercom. Communication. Is that what these rocks are called? They're called they stones. Into rocks, there's a. Oh. No, I'm not that into rocks, uh, although they can be useful for, for making you know, stuff. I do like working with metal why mostly. There's a little bit. <laughs> why don't you tell us why you, why you take us around the back with the key? Oh, well, I mean, I, I can't take you out back until like, you know, I've asked if you're you're allowed to go back. You know, I have to go in first. It is technically employees only and such back there. We'll go on in after you go. We'll wait here we'll, very we'll, we'll look after the shop. We'll give you a shout out if anyone comes in. Don't worry. All right, you know, I might take a couple minutes to get myself a drink. It's been a quite a few. Um, if anyone comes in, just tell them to wait up a second. Uh, okay. You work hard. Get yourself two drinks. Well, I might just get one big drink. It's, it's hard to carry two drinks, you know. I mostly prefer just like a big jug of water. It's nice to have along the side because it gets really warm in here. I mean, I know it's nice and such, but it gets nice and toasty and I get all sweaty and I just get dehydrated. If I'm not careful, and go and get that I, start, down, I yeah. start finding that I'm getting far more dehydrated than I realize. And that's just not good for my health, which I'm you know, trying to keep up and make sure that I stay nice and healthy. Oh, God, you um, get it in quickly. Are you looking quite, quite thirsty, actually? I'm fairly thirsty, you know, it's strange really, don't really notice it when I am thirsty, so I have to keep myself measured and, you know, and really make sure that the intervals aren't too long between my drinks. Off you go then. I might just... Right, I'll see you in a little bit then. Anton? Yeah? Could I have a glass of water, please? You definitely could, I'll go get that now for you. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. If you, just a little glass, if you got one, like a like an egg cup. Wanders off into that, unlocks the door, shuts the door behind him. I go. Is there a chair somewhere? That military oh, yeah. dog. Because can't live it. Oh, I always for some reason I always end up being tired. Oh yeah, I can't understand why. <laughs> it might be the heat. Yeah. Are you drying yeah. out? Is, Probably is it... could be. Or I'm quite good at it. Is it turning you? Is it turning your blubber to rubber? Yeah. Blubber to muscle, that's what it is. Blubber. 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 Eventually the door opens back up and Anton is there holding quite a small glass of water and he walks over to Cromwell. He's like, here you go. Just for you. It's like, it's perfectly sized for your hand. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go right check in with the others now. And he walks back into the back and shuts the door. <laughs> didn't. Yeah, I'm hardly going to kill someone just sitting here, right? Well, you you don't not absolutely. <laughs> we don't we don't know. If, That's why we're here, maybe. You, you build a you know, don't worry. Yes, I will kill you before you kill me, if that's of any comfort. <laughs> Eventually, the door opens again, and Anton's there. He shuts the door behind him. He's like. Well, I've spoken with them. Uh, they're quite busy, but you know they—they—they're interested to speak with you. Uh, you, won't, you won't be speaking with Mr. Vastvast, unfortunately. He's uh, though interested in the results. We'll just find out later. He's got some other stuff to be getting on with. You won't be seeing him coming this way. He's going out the back door. But um, 
No, yeah, Timberly's uh, pretty much right, you know, all, all happy and ready just to talk to you. Just um, quite interesting. I mean, the stuff they're working on at the moment, whoo, straight over my head. Yeah, I don't understand. We don't want to make him wait, do we? I mean, because, you know, he's obviously. Make who wait? Uh, Mr. Rasfass. No, he, uh, he, he's out the back. He's speaking Mr. Timberly, actually. Oh, not Missly. You know, uh, they, don't, they don't have a gender, or at least they don't assign with one. You know, they. Uh, I don't really know okay. what the correct terminology is, Mr. and Mrs. And they don't seem to mind when I get it wrong, but I do try to get it right, you know. Well, I shall say Timbley, anyway, whatever. They're, they are obviously very busy, and uh, we ought to be getting in there now rather than making boots. Well, it should, we should be polite, Anton, been meaning to ask. Hmm. How is Mr. Vasquez's uh, recovery going? Oh, are, they, are they in better health than they were? As far as I can tell, I mean, the scars are still there. Didn't want to go get them fixed, but you know, he, he's he's seen grumpy old self. Don't really talk about it that much, if I'm honest. Um, so I I, well, I reckon about as good as he's gonna be. That's that's good. That's really that's really good to hear. And you're in good health, I trust. Oh yeah, really good health. You know, I had a bit of a cough the other day, but it's fine. It's all faded away. I uh, mostly probably just getting some dust in my lungs from working on all these machines and stuff. But I do keep in check. You know, Mr. Vasquez has a good, pretty good health plan here, so make sure that I stay healthy to be working and all that kind of stuff. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't be able to make all these swords and stuff, which, you know, they sell well, but they do start to pile up as well. You know, people don't buy them as they used to. Uh, I mostly you know, get lots of commissions from the guards because they like us making a load of things. I'm surprised that you don't wear, you know, like goggles, lenses, masks, that kind of stuff to stop all the bits getting in your face. Well, I do when I need to. You know, sometimes I protect my eyes, you know, make sure that the, the bright lights don't damage my retinas and stuff. But, you know, with a good health plan comes a good healing and stuff like that. So, you know, I try to avoid getting damaged, but when there's a little bit, it's not too bad to get that fixed up. You know, all covered and such, you know, which is nice. Keeps me in good health, keeps me good and strong, which is needed, especially for work like this. You know, I don't need to go to the gym or anything like that. I don't need to... Don't need to be working out. Don't need to. I get all my calories burned. I like nice, nice, healthy diet and all that kind of stuff. And I'm working kind and uh, nothing to worry about. Um, if I do say so myself, you know, all the right muscles in the right places and all that. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, I had one of those, but the wheels fell off. Uh, well, well, I didn't want to put it down without uh, sure. without letting you know that I'd finished it in case I, f I forgot about it. So so you, you, glass you to, oh, the glass back. Oh, that's very kind of you. I'll, I'll have to take that into the back. You know, you're welcome to come back with me, of course. You'd go through the lab and that kind of stuff. Thank you. That's very um, kind. Oh, after you. Yeah, yeah. He just goes and unlocks the door, opens it up. He, he goes off towards uh, towards the kitchen, you know, through this like lounge area. He's like, oh, if you just go through that way, you know, there's a little lab back there. Just, uh, walking, you know, just walking away. <laughs> okay, we'll see you later. On. <sighs> keen, keen to run off, aren't they? You know, you think they want to be around me and all that. It's, uh... Their their uh, their social graces could could use some work. Carol was raised in a in a monastery, mm. helping the poor. So he's kind of used to chasing after people like Maisie, who are kind of a bit driven to self destruction. Well, you know, he's uh, some people they just are a little bit driven to self. It's just the sort of thing they can't help it with themselves. But hopefully, one day they'll learn, they'll work it out, they'll make sure that they're on the right path and all that kind of stuff. You know, I've seen many people going through making sure that you know, uh, trying to trying to you know. Make sure that they understand what life is and the stuff they have to do. Get a good job, work forwards, all that. None of this adventuring business, you know, that stuff is good. It seems very good in the first place. But then eventually you just realize that it's too much danger. And if you want a proper life, you don't want to have that much danger in your life. You know, let the, let the other people do that sort of thing. It's, you know, it's, it's good stuff, but, you know, it's uh, not good for the soul. Or it might be good for the soul, but it's not good for the heart. I don't know which one they say. But uh, anyway, I'm sure you want to catch up with your friends. I don't mean to hold you. I don't want to be nattering on. 
I'm, uh, I'm fine. I was just wondering if you've done loads to help me. Is there anything I can be doing to help you today while we're here? Um, no, not if I'm honest. Um, oh, i tell you what you could. You how about could... if I just... I was just going to say, how about if I just keep you company while they're... You know what? I wouldn't mind that. Anyway, in fact, actually, if you come better. back through, I've got some some armor I've been making for a, for a halfling. It would be nice if you could try it on. So I, I'm not so good at getting the sizings perfect, mostly because you know my big size. Yeah. I can't try it on, so it'd be great if I could. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a little small for a halfling, but I'm I'm happy. Let's do that now. All right, yeah, step through. One, just three. Uh. So anyway. that was it. Too big, too small. <laughs> <laughs> the frustration on Rowan's face. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things is the fact that I can keep talking like that. Who knows where I get that from? I have no idea. Anyway, if we're not going to dawdle around, come on, guys. Uh, you, walk in, <laughs> you walk into the laboratory. <laughs> and they've left. Oh, I guess we don't need to do that bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. So you walk uh, into the lab. Um, it's a fairly simple laboratory. You can see there's lots of stuff uh, all around, very well organized. You can see there's different stations for different, various different actions, which you don't quite understand. But currently, you see uh, a figure standing over a desk, much taller than the desk is made for, but standing over a desk. Uh, just looking at various, like, different different size, different colors of crystals and rocks and such. Obviously taking some notes and analyzing. Um, the creature is extremely tall, with a uh, very green... I think really tall, if I remember correctly. With um, very green skin. Um, I forget what race they are. I know what they look like, but I think... They're a troll. They are a troll, exactly. Something you don't see very commonly around this part of the world. They're a troll with a big green ear sticking out sideways, uh, um, like a wolf tail style, shaved sides of the head sticking out the back. They're wearing a very nice big brown jacket, with sort of simple clothing underneath, and you can see one robotic foot, the right foot, you know, one robotic foot. And they're just working away. And as you walk in, they look over, uh, sort of, Refocusing their eyes a little bit, you can see there's a couple bags as if they've just not slept particularly well and such. And uh, as you walk in, they're like, <sighs> "You're right there." Hey, I uh, I'm sure you've heard about me. I'm Maisie. I've I've heard a couple things, yes. Uh, and who 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 else we got here? Uh, well, I'll let them introduce themselves. Cal. But I. Uh... Kalietar. I uh I'm a friend of Macy's basically at the university. My, my, right. one of my one of my uh, relatives used to used to be a friend of uh of Etch's a long time ago. Well, it's nice to meet you. Um I heard you talking with Anton in the in the in the front there. I or should I say I heard Anton talking to you as <laughs> That man can you know, talk. He, Oh, he can. He's lovely, though. You know, I, 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 it's sometimes it's nice to have him just chatting her. Like, if I want to get get on with some work, I have to distract him a little bit. Yeah, that would you be... Know, uh, but it's nice sometimes to have him just chatting away. So I, it means I don't have to put too much into the conversation. It's nice to just, sort yeah. of, just listen for a while. He's got a lot of stories. You should ask him about his, his younger, younger years at some point. He's done a lot of stuff. Uh, very good at what he's... Very good at doing what he does, you know. He is. Um, yes, yes. So I've got another consciousness in my body thanks to this thing. I've heard. Uh, I, I've had a little bit put into me, uh, a bit of information put into me by uh, 
by uh, by Etch. Um, he seemed a little confused by the whole details of the situation. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, there's a there's a living crystal in your shoulder, or at least a kinetic crystal, whatever you want to call them, stuck mm-hmm. in your shoulder, and you, you're hearing voices. Uh huh. They like to be called us. They like to be called us. Well, I do have some questions. I start off by... I've not really come across it too often. Um, I mean, like, combined consciousnesses and stuff. I've had theories for a while that these rocks aren't exactly what they seem. You know, initially when they were first discovered by by those in Veluna a long time ago, mostly were just used for their power. You know, Edge was very good at forging them into into a weapon, um, making them exhibit certain uh, details, but it was, it was always quite the wonder that they managed to really exaggerate the powers of however they were sort of um, assigned to. And as I've done my research looking around, uh, it seems like the, the the largest density of these crystals is here, but they, they do appear at least in different forms around, and it seems mostly as though they do have their own consciousness. I wouldn't surprise coming out if it's integrated itself into your body. I'm sure Etch has already told you that getting it out can... What a dangerous... Uh, I, I think it's it's possible, but your chances of survival are quite slim, you know? Um, but it, it almost affirms some of my, my theories about, you know, consciousness getting into your brains and stuff. So uh, I, I don't know what questions you have about it. I would say, most likely, you know, it, you're not going mad. It is a natural voice. It is natural consciousness in you. Is it going anywhere? Probably not. Um, if you learn to control it, though, you know, just like with the weapons, it, it could be quite powerful. You just have to be careful with it. It's kind of violent. Mm. And for the first time, hopefully the last time, it uh, kind of took the wheel. Mm. Interesting. All right, well, take a seat over there. I gotta, I do a took the reins? Today. I should say, because what's a wheel do? I'm <laughs> just starting to lose it. <laughs> uh, take, take a seat over there. I, I'll do a couple of things to check in and such. Um, you say it's dangerous, right? Yeah. All right. It it likes the idea of murder a lot. So you, uh, they point at like a, a pretty simple wooden chair with some arms and such on it. Um, presuming you take that seat. Yeah, my stupid fucking brain was like human arms on the chair. I like like some arms, an indefinite (laughs) number of arms. Not all creatures have two arms. It has two arms on the chair. Anyway, you sit down, and as soon as you do so, Timberly comes over and just puts like two massive clamps around the chair arms around your wrists. Just like yeah, I'm used to this at this point. Just for safety. I, I don't need to know if you're used to that or not. That's that's your own personal time. It's not okay. So, what we're gonna do? Um, it sort of takes their own seat and is still towering over when they're sitting down. What we're gonna do? Effectively, we're gonna poke the beast, um, which I know might sound a little dangerous, hence why I've got the clamps on you. Um, should be controllable. I mean, I, I've done a lot of work with these these crystals, you know, uh, forming them making them what they are uh what i'm hoping may not be today but what i'm hoping is i'll be able to find some kind of method or another that you have at least some control over what's happening um that'd be no guarantee of course uh let's just get to the analysis and then i i you know i can skip over any of the uh 
assumptions I'm going to make. So they, they, they take out like this big staff. They get it over from the side. They get a big staff with this big red glowing orb uh, on the on the top and uh, put it down nearby what I'm sure you're showing is this crystal embedded in your shoulder. And they're like, oh, interesting, interesting. All right, you might feel a bit of a sharp sort of uh, tingle down your arm. There's a little spark of electricity goes across and there's this pulse of red goes down your veins. You feel this jerk. An involuntary jerk is the voice in your head. You hear a little hear it stir you hear us just kind of like mm, mm, what is this what's happening? happening as you, sort of another little spark comes through jerks you again you, you can feel this sort of you can feel this sort of like pulling and twisting in your brain start to ever so gently sort of grab at the back of your mind like interesting interesting we're gonna do it one more time if you don't mind all right gives another zap and this is another another violent jerk and there's like a very um the hulk in thor ragnarok this sort of like your face transforms for a second almost bilbo baggins wise and there's just this very loud sort of <laughs> kind of comes out of you before it shifts back you feel that almost bungee of you going backwards and then forwards again and timbley leans back it's like very interesting a physical change as well now i'm assuming that's down to your change in nature Probably. That's, I sure hope so. I mean, that's integrated hard into you. I mean, how are you feeling now before I take off these shackles? Uh, well, God hasn't told me I'm feeling any different, so I guess I'm feeling fine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you do feel fine. Um, <laughs> and he takes, sort of stands up and goes over, starts making some notes like, well, there's good news and there's bad news. Which do you like first? Get the bad news out of the way. Let's end on a good note. The bad news is pretty sure mostly stuck for life. Uh, bar a few extreme measures, which you probably wouldn't survive. Uh, kind of integrated into your mind, into your nervous system. I mean, even if we managed to physically get that crystal out, I'm not sure that would do much. In fact, I'm pretty sure the crystal superficial at this point. You know, I think the consciousness that was in the in the crystal has kind of shifted a little bit um taking residence as it would be that now, makes sense i've got some weird brain stuff going on so i think it kind of latched on to that that would make sense i i would say that most being exposed to this situation would not survive there's quite a rare occurrence that you've actually managed to survive this well i i um, didn't I, you wouldn't be you is what i'm saying you know, I'd be like the um, zombie that it, that the thing came from. Yes, uh, I mean I, I'm sure you've heard the stories of all the, or what used to live under um, Veluna. Uh, a lot of that was affected by these crystals and the effect of them. Regardless, the good news is, unfortunately, I'm going to have to flip flop a little bit from the good news to the bad news. The good news is, I'm pretty sure I can help you control this. The bad news is pretty sure you're gonna have to let it out every now and again kind of like a valve building up pressure you know i can block it but if you don't let it out it's gonna be much worse okay but like in that situation when i let it do its thing i'll be able to like say that's enough when it's enough i can't say i'm afraid uh, I say if you did in small bursts, you'd be more in control. You know, the less you let go to the surface, the uh, 
the less chance of it taking over, but that comes down to your own willpower. Probably something that's worth training. You know, your own mind uh, ability to... It's kind of like a charm and such. If you've got a strong mind, you can fight off those kinds of things. Raise wisdom stat. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I don't know. Maybe you'd have to find your own system. Maybe you know, get a cage or something. Once you let it out, uh, I don't know what it wants. I don't know what it what it will want to do. But uh, I think realistically, there's not as much you as there is us now. You know, I think you've become part of a joint consciousness. Which I, there are people that live with that. You know, it's, it's not a problem. There are other people but, that live with that. Or not exactly this situation, but people live with multiple consciousnesses in their, in, in their brain. You know, it's, it's it's livable. It's not like it's debilitating or anything like that. It's just something that needs a little bit of attention and control, you know? Oh, it's, it's not as bad as, like, a, a werewolf or something, you know, don't get control, lots of murderous rage and all that kind of stuff. It's a little more controllable. It's more controllable than that. Mm. Okay. One... The thing I will put in, I don't want to be like scaring you off, you know, with all that kind of stuff, but I would be aware of how much this thing has control over your changeling form, because if it starts to understand how to change your body with purpose, that could be quite dangerous. How do you stop what, it? What, yeah, what do you mean? I don't know if there's a way to stop it, I'm just saying if it learns how to change intentionally into other things, you know, it could cause some havoc and such. Uh, so if we put you in a cage and then you let go and then it decided to change into I don't know, a, a snake it can get out well, it change it I don't change it. I mean more like looking like one of the guard or you know something like that to get inside somewhere or you know it's an intelligent being um, probably shares your intelligence you know <laughs> knows what you know but you'll know what it knows it's not that bright then <laughs> Um, but it's a two-way system, you know, you, you'll know whatever it knows if you learn to concentrate on that. Yeah, brain. I kind of wish I didn't know what it knows. How do you mean? It's it's not great being a passenger while this thing's in control. I can imagine. So how, do, how does Maisie learn to control it then? There's part of it's going to be a little device I'm going to make. Part of it's going to be, you know, self-control, practice. Um, you know, getting a strong mind. Uh, I'm going to, uh, ironically, use a crystal. Um, a rather inert one, but it's it's kind of like, um, like I said, a valve on your mind. Um, and then you'll be in control from there, really. But you get to choose the color. <laughs> Great. I should mention it's most likely going to be put in, in your head. What? Oh, okay, we've got a couple of choices then. I can either make you like a like a circlet, but that'll be less effective, or I can, you know, and that'll be more effective. But you're changeling; you can hide it. Yeah, it was another thing in my face. I so guess. That would be a nice, be a nice green, 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 a nice green, green gem. I mean, I feel like I got a, a red thing going on here. Blue, blue is a really nice color, I've always thought. 
He's sort of blue. We'll, we'll go with red. All right. One second. Walks over, goes over to this like set of rocks and things. And, uh, goes goes down to like a little <laughs> safe underneath. Turns a combination like sixteen times before opening up. And inside, it, inside it's another <laughs> lock box that has like a proper little like magical passcode which opens up. And inside it, there's another tiny little lock box that has another little dial on it which opens up. Etch is really serious about hiding these things. Can I just and eventually? Can I, can I just mention, by the way, that I used to have, have two of these stuck, or one of these stuck on my wall in my in my room until I brought it to Etch. Well, that's an irresponsible thing to do. I didn't know that. It pulls out this like a gem, didn't it? I know. <laughs> pulls out this very small gem, you know, about a, an inch long, maybe half an inch wide. Well, just very gently picks it up and then locks everything up. It says, "This, um." <laughs> There's no graceful way to say this. Get on the table. Can I ask okay. a question before you do this? Didn't you say these things have a consciousness? This one doesn't. Yeah, I just thought, you know, it might get a bit crowded in there. Okay. I don't think it does. No, it doesn't. Anyways, I'm fucking with can you. Okay, I was about to say, can we double check that? <laughs> it's effectively empty. It's, it's an old crystal. Um... It used to be in a weapon. I'm not sure which one. And by this, you know, it's, it's effectively worn itself down. It's more like um, the ability to absorb some of that, you know, share it out. Um, like an extra battery. Kinda, yeah. So you lie, you lie down, and they come over, mm -hmm. and they get like a, a little sort of like swab. Just put it across your forehead a few times. You feel a weird, numb, like tingling sensation that just goes to numbness, very ice cold sort of numbness. They're like. Right. So what we're basically going to be doing is, in, you know, inserting this into your brain, or like at the forefront of your brain. It's going to technically be integrated into your skull, so it will have contact with the inside of your skull. But don't worry, there won't be any. You know, it'll be magically sealed in there and all that kind of stuff. So you've got nothing to worry about. We're done, by the way. Um, you've got nothing to worry about, uh, and it'll it'll all be sorted um, with basically no worries. What? It's just just sitting <laughs> what there. You you're <laughs> well, that was that was very good. I'm, I'm quite impressed by that. It, it didn't hurt, did it? No, I didn't uh, even know what happened. No, there's one no, one tiny last thing I'll need to do. blue. Sorry, Get, gets out the scepter, brings it close, and there's a little <laughs> shock. You, you hear the shock. You don't feel uh -huh. it. There's a little like refresh in your brain. You feel almost instantaneously like very refreshed, very awake. You know, um, which fades not not too much, but like there's like a moment of like, oh my god, I'm so awake, I've, I've slept a million hours. It truly like, oh is god. a fantasy game. <laughs> 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 and then it kind of calms down, isn't it? And uh, the rest of you look at it. There's like a, a couple of very, very, very small etched-in runes into the crystal. And Timber's like, well, effectively, you don't have to be thinking too much about it. What this will do is sort of give you some control. You'll feel a little more clear, um, and you'll have a bit more uh, control over the uh, who's in control, basically. Um, you'll know that it's about time to, you know, release the Kraken, as it were, if you if it starts glowing. You know, the more it glows, the, the more it's built up. Will it glow through my changeling stuff? Shouldn't do. Mm. Okay. Basically, like an indicator light. Sorry, it has to be in your forehead, but you know it has to be right at the brain. Yeah. 
Well, you I can should just... probably have a bit more control about talking with your your, your second consciousness without. Oh, that's so good. Anything, without any risk okay. of like you know takeovers and such. Okay, maybe uh, Cal, let's try meditating again now that it won't be hopping in at the first chance. Well, I think that's that's great. Cool. Um. If you leave it too long, I'm not trying to scare wrong or anything, but if you leave it absolutely far too long, I mean, you'll start feeling like headaches and such, you know, like there'll be a lot of warning signs before it gets too far. But if you really just, you know, just like a kidney, if you don't release it, it will burst uh, and then there will be a big, head in your forehead, a big hole in your forehead and the thing will take control. And I can't say how long or how long for and you, you just you'll lose that control. Sounds like a bad thing to me. Hmm. So, all right. Keep getting into trouble then and let it out when we're in trouble. Cool. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I mean, just learn how, how and when to use it. I'm sure, you know, some people will be, you can find like an underground fight ring or something. Well, they don't normally like when people die in those, right? <laughs> Depends on the fight ring. Uh, yeah. And I don't get the feeling that this is uh, something that stops once their opponent's knocked out. Don't know. Oh. Never, never really been able to analyze this much into the into, into the secondary consciousness. Closest I've ever got was a weapon that got a little too mouthy, you know? Sorry, what do you... Uh, reiterate, like, quantify this? Mouthy? Talking too much. Like... Did it have a mouth, or did it, like, do the thing that this this thing does? Or, I guess, this thing. Do you want to know the answer to that? Yes. Don't. It had a mouth. No! <laughs> you said you wanted to know the answer. I really didn't think it was going to be a mouth. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe if you don't let it out, you'll start having a mouth on your forehead. That would be weird. But that would be odd. Mm. Anyways, changing it's okay because you can look like whatever you want to look like, so it's fine. I got to get on with shit. Just let me know how it goes. You know, pop back at some point in the next couple of weeks. Make sure it's all still there. Sure. Yep. Thanks. I uh, am I going to see you around the university? Or you just stopping by for? I won't go around bit. the university. Nothing to do okay. there. Fair enough. All right. Have a good. YouTube, well, thanks. Thank you very much for, for all your help. You walk out of the laboratory into the front and you see, uh, you know, at this point, you know, you've tried on the, the armor and stuff. It's just uh, Ant Anton just hammering away, Cromwell sitting in the corner, and uh, I'm sure Cromwell's not saying anything as Anton's just like, but that was only, you know, three days later, you wouldn't believe this. You remember that, that bowl I was talking about like, a while back? That's when that came back into action, and I, I was just as surprised as I'm sure you were to hear that that came back because I thought it was gone just like a, oh you you right guys, <laughs> hi oh yes yes fine thank you uh, thank you for uh, letting us in uh, and uh, it was very useful. That's right, me and me and Cromwell have just been having a nice chat. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's great. I'm I'm so less antsy now. New? Um, this I'll show the crystal on my forehead. I mean, I'd 
I can you just make yourself look crystalline now? Is no, that one? one's that one's real. Uh, they they put real. that in my forehead. Yeah. Okay. What does it do? It's like a like a overcharge battery, so gives me a little more control, and it's like a warning light for if things are going to go bad. I essentially oh, gotta let the you gotta keep it visible then, otherwise we won't be able to see the warning. I gotta I gotta check it every once in a while at least. <laughs> check engine. <laughs> yeah, check end. It's the check engine light. <laughs> I got, but I I gotta let the thing out every once in a while. Um, it that was, sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, but it's it's like I'll be in control. Like presumably I'll be able to say, okay, switch back now. Don't do that thing. Hang on. You walked into the lab for the expert on this thing. Mm -hmm. You walked yeah. out with a rock in your head and presuming you will have control. Well, it, I mean, it is like a brand new thing. It's it's the best we got, okay? <laughs> sure. <sighs> Let's not totally in the dark. Anton, how, how good is this Timberly, like, in your opinion? Can't say I've spoken too much. As far as I can tell, they're absolutely at the forefront of this kind of technology. So, if you're going to trust anyone, it'll be them. That's pretty, uh, pretty and, good recommendation. And is, is the frontier of this technology like... Are we talking like skyships, or are we talking like the invention of fire? I don't think they put those crystals in skyships very much, although that would sound like it would be quite interesting. Yeah, so they're like a fancy geologist. I understand. Yeah, I think it's a mixture. Of, I mean, it's far over my head, but a mixture of quite a few things. But it's all about understanding these crystals and what they do. Um, finding other sources around the world, things that can help interact and control with them and stuff, you know. Okay, great. Maisie, I'm sure you'll be fine. I mean, I, 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 I you know, the way you said that was not... <laughs> Super encouraging, but I already think that I'll be fine now. Well, I think we're way past the, the time when they used to explode if they had too much happen to them, so, you know. Well, that's good news, I think. Hmm. How long has it been since one exploded? Oh, like know? 400 years. There was, so, I mean, oh, to so be fair, to be fair, one hasn't exploded because they're not actually used anymore, but they used to come from underneath Lunar, and then... What uh, about the one in Etch's office? Because I feel like that one's a little more recent. I don't know. Like, but basically, a long time ago, they were all in, you know, so you know the bit of the sea that's all sunk down and stuff, right next to Old Castle, whatever that is, the stacks. Um, so to get down there used to be fairly dangerous because, you know, there was uh, these crystals on the walls, and if you went past them, they could have a lot of kinetic energy in them, and they're like, very dangerous. But, you know, uh, Mr. Vashley um sorted all that out. Made sure there was like a, a like a field or something. I forget what it was that stops it. It was using blood magic or something back in those days. But it's been a long time since then. You know, it was outlawed being able to use these things. So granted, none of them exploded since they're not allowed to be in circulation anymore. But uh, I'm sure you'll be fine. I just say don't get punched in the yeah. face. But I'm not <laughs> professional. Well, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's going to be better than the old time. I, I don't know. I feel better about this, and you're not going to take this away from me, Cromwell. <laughs> it's embedded into your skull. It, it would be difficult to take from you without, without 
some serious damage, I, I think. Not that I couldn't, but, you know. Are we, uh, are we going home? I'm good to go. I think so, if you're okay, matey. Unless you wanted to say anything, and did you want to ask about, you know, should you get punched in the face? Or do you want to just assume it's okay? I'll just, I'll just not get hit. It's fine. That's a good plan. Yeah. I suppose. Well, you know, well, thank you, Anton. We'll, uh, we'll see you about the new worries. Anton, next time, I want to hear what happened to that ball in the end. I'll hold on to that one for you. You head out of the shop and back over towards the university. And immediately get mugged. <laughs> and you explode! <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the rest of that day, fairly uneventful. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure there'll be a whole thing of you having to tell Neva, but we'll get to them when, when you know, uh, Purdy's back. Um, but yes. Yeah, I'll conveniently forget and keep it hidden until then. Yeah. You have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Another chain lesson for the practice. Tuesday goes along, nothing happens. Wednesday comes along, nothing happens. You're probably enjoying a couple days of blissful silence and i mean silence as the voices in your head Maisie, seem to be not completely quiet but like a distant echo at least for now i i check the check engine light every night before i go yeah. to bed it's not glowing that much yet a very 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 dim glow if the lights are off but barely noticeable but thursday comes around Cromwell. Yo. Whilst you're walking from one class to another, I don't know what classes you have on the Thursday, I forget. You are caught. Huh? Sorry, Rome was just in very strange movements. <laughs> I think they're just happy that it wasn't you. Uh, sorry, it wasn't yeah, I'm, I'm so happy it wasn't okay. me this time. You were caught up to. Cromwell, you were caught up to by what seems to be someone slightly older than the average student, maybe like a second or third year, whatever. You don't take too much note initially, as he is plain in appearance. Pale skin, black hair, absolutely no notable features to highlight. Just like one of these completely middle ground white people. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> You're excused. But as he catches up, uh, you hear him, he, he converse with you unexpectedly from the corner, and he looks at you and he goes, Cromwell, right? I mean, who's, who, who's asking? Who wants to know? Listen. I don't recognize you. I've been looking for you. I hear you're one for taking side jobs to earn a little bit of cash, yeah? Maybe. I know what it's like coming up from nothing, so... I have a bit of a proposition for you, if you're interested. The pay is good, very good, and the benefits are magical. I'm not going to go into the details right now, but pop over to the Munching Mouse in South Reach, on the east side. I know what you're going to say. You're not exactly welcome in South Reach right now, but don't worry. I've got that sorted. Pop over when you're free, preferably sooner rather than later. And we'll have a chat. And he starts to well, walk you, off. He starts to walk off as you as you think. Um, I'll say it in, into their head as they're walking away. Why would you think I'm not welcome in Southreach? Just a feeling. 
as he starts to walk off with your squinted, curious eyes. And as he gets a few steps away, he turns around to, like, walk backwards to shout out one last thing to you. But it does come back through your head, and he says, Oh, maybe don't tell your friends about this one. He gives you a little, like, two-finger salute, an actual salute. I was going to say two-finger salute sounds like a swearing. Like an actual little lazy salute, and then just walks off into the crowds of the students walking around, and you just lose track of him almost immediately. That's the most setup setup I've ever heard of. <laughs> Unless this is a, about Joe stuff that has been uh, going on in the background that we wouldn't have any idea about. For the podcast. Joe is just stroking the beard, the little mustache twizzle, just hmm. We know he's gonna take the bait though. Joe oh, yeah. always takes the bait. <laughs> Uh, this is a great question. I do like to push the button. Yep. That, you know, that should be the name of this campaign. Change the name of this from C3 to push the button. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you've just been spoken to by this unknown figure with a possibly vaguely weakly <laughs> American accent. Oh, was um, that what that was? <laughs> oh, that what that was? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gently under there. I, I got that, if that, if that yeah. makes you feel better. Well, I don't go in for a full strong American accent because I because... It, it felt more close to your Welsh accent. Really? Oh no, well, well she's a lot different to that. No, it's that's uh, yeah, so much it, more. It was, like, it was like a light version of that. No, it, it was, was... A lot, it was rounded and curved, you know. Anyway, what what are you doing from <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, what day? Because this was midday. Are you telling people? Are you are you, are you saying American accents have have curves? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh yes. The sexiest accent, America. Oh no! Oh dear! No. <laughs> Who? Anyway, <laughs> there is there is no single point of contact for all students, is there? What do you, uh, what do you mean? Like on the on the staff? Oh, I see. No, I mean the dean, technically, but other than that, no. But they wouldn't know what every student looks like. You would presume not. They'd be able to, like, they'd have a big long list and there'd be identification and stuff, so it would be stuff. But whether you'd be given the information, you know, okay. probably not. I th my thinking was transform into a short version of them and go and ask if they know who that is. But it stands to reason that if they were able to come and find me after I've been the most careful out of everyone, let's be honest, that. Uh, it's likely that it's an illusion themselves and that they're not actually a student here. Also, as I gave you in the description, they're just the most plain and, yeah. and most boring Caucasian looking person. <laughs> okay. Um... Push the button. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I'll, I'll, continue, uh, I'll continue with my day. Sure. You continue through the day. The Thursday, continue with your classes, probably just you know, sitting in the back of your mind as you go through. Eventually, it comes to the evening, you will end up with your classes, you know. Um, I, I imagine, or how's the Thursday work for you guys? Uh, you're the last to finish on a Thursday anyway. Um, Maisie, you finish it about what is that like four? No, no, it's earlier than that because oh, I'm not clear about this. You finish it about three, Cromwell, you finish it about, about four. Uh, and eventually you go back to the flat, to the apartment, and I'm sure everybody is chilling in there, 
Kali would be working. Neva's probably working away. Maisie and Jay fucking around. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, gonna yeah. I'm just gonna give Cal's door a quick knock. Just a little. On your Hello, wall. come in. It's open. I'll, I'll crack the door open and I'll look around for Mimi. Make sure they're not about to rush out and attack me somewhere. You can't see them, but they're probably disguised as a cabinet or something. Is Mimi under control? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a... He's a... They're a good... Whatever they are. Mimic. inspires confidence. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I don't... I don't... I've never really sort of... Pitted or... Maybe... Because Mimi is anything... Do you see that you want to be, basically, so... Okay, I'll go in and I'll close the door. I'll... Um, at the moment, there, um... Uh, let's have a look. What's, what's, what's in the room that wasn't there before? Ah. Give, give me a perception. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, there's two waste paper baskets. There'll be one of those. <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I will. Well, this, is a, this is observation duty. Every night there's, is observation yeah, duty. There's, there's one cow. waste paper basket. There's one, like perfectly normal waste paper basket when you look at them both the other one has like paper in it but it's in the in the shape of like white around the edges slightly jaggedly and then like pink paper in the middle <laughs> very like mouth <laughs> colors <laughs> yeah that good meme i want i got this is like a plate with a little bit of raw meat you hey, throw it in, and just these teeth come out and just <laughs> <laughs> yeah that good you know meme yeah yeah cool sorry Cromwell. i got distracted i'm gonna help you uh, I've come to discuss discuss something quite somber and uh, with you. Uh, are you yeah. sat on your bed or at your desk? I was. I, he, I would have been at my desk, but I've stood up now because I was feeling me. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, climb up your chair and, and sit on it. Um, I'll, sit on, I'll sit on the bed. Anyone? Twenty minutes later, once you conquer Mount Everest, yes. <laughs> <laughs> exhausted. Exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, are we are we talking religious or practical or um, spiritual or what? Uh, practical okay, and yeah, yeah. safety related. And I thought, who better to come to than the person most concerned with safety, aside from myself, in the flat? Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. If I can help, I will. Okay. This is I'm. I'm telling you to basically this is this is a uh, in case of emergency situation. So okay. you don't you don't need to do anything. Everything is currently fine. Good, good. But I'm gonna go out tonight. I'm gonna go on a little excursion. And if you don't hear from me by like mm, well, first of all, would you mind staying up tonight? Is is that okay? Of course. If you don't hear from me by like 6am, then I have left some, uh, I'm going to leave some instructions in my room for you. Okay. Is that okay? Where would I find them? Uh, they're just on my desk. Okay, fine. Uh, are you sure you wouldn't... Whatever you do, them? don't look under my pillow. Okay, now you understand that I really want to look on the end of your pillow, but I'm not <laughs> going to. 
Although I, I really was incredibly that. curious, but I'll, I will I will not look any deeper. But are you sure you wouldn't like me to come with you to whatever it is? I yes, I I think it's for the best that you don't come with me. Um, but and I understand I'm asking a lot of you here to just take it at face value that I'm not I'm not going anywhere to like. Kill anyone if that if that puts your mind at ease. Not intentionally. Oh, I didn't um, about that, but okay. If someone tries to kill me, I'll you know I'll right. probably kill them. Um, but you've done that. Well, you know that's just a that's just a standard standard thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. you're not doing anything illegal, are you? And nothing I should be worried about. Uh, I have not. No, I don't believe I'm doing anything illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it you. might be it might be unsafe uh which is why i'm 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 letting you know because i didn't want you to worry because out of everyone here you you seem to like me the most and that you you would worry so i don't I mean, want you I, to worry i i do appreciate it although i have to say that telling me you're going out at night to do something dangerous and you might not come back isn't well, it's just that much, it's, but I understand it, you it's just you know if I, I'm doing it for the I'm, I'm I'm gonna try and check on the visibility of our little group after the last couple of days I see okay and I understand um, why you want to go alone then because yes if there's more than one of us it's gonna make it I understand well okay look Take extreme care. You can connect. Uh, you can only connect to me within a certain range, can't you, mentally? Yes, and it doesn't last very long once I can't see you. Um, but I thought there was a knock at your door. Uh, I might have been mistaken. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I'm just I'm just letting you know. There's, there's some instructions for you. Uh, if you do hear from me, then then don't worry about it. Um, okay. Then I'll I'll send you a message on the intercom. Uh, you see how you that phrase is catch on. And um, I'm going to give you this just in case I don't come back. You know, if I'm murdered. Uh, I would like you to have this and in a moment of danger use it to keep yourself safe okay yeah, I'll hand you a, a small like uh, it's like a small little drawstring pouch uh, oh. it is a dust of disappearance okay I'll, I'll, well I'll put it in this drawer here in my desk and I expect to be giving it back to you tonight or tomorrow morning Okay, that would be. I'd actually, I'd really appreciate having it back if I <laughs> if I'm not murdered, which would be great. Um, in the meantime, um, okay, yeah, yeah, I've got a potion of healing here. Take this with you, just in case. Thank you. That is one of the few times I've actually been given a potion of healing. That's <laughs> that's great. Thank I you. won't be there to, to do any healing for you. So if you need to use it, use it. 
Do I actually have I really a, thought, a single potion of healing? No. I really thought with every fibre of my being that Cromwell was about to give Carly a dead rat. <laughs> There's still time. He would have taken it. He would have kept it safe. Oh, thank you. Very kind. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave in like an hour or so. I'm just gonna go write those instructions. Uh, and um, yeah, I'll 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 see you later on. It was just I thought there was you know a chance that i'm horrifically murdered and i thought you should know that uh i like you the best out of out of everyone okay um do you want to borrow what i don't know how to ask this <laughs> what your arm class is uh i've got i mean is your do you wear uh, do you have uh, uh, sufficient protection if you're getting hit i mean i've got this so it's like a hexagon the red the red and black hexagon you may remember Oh, I uh, I don't think I can use that uh, very well. I think I don't have enough practice using that kind of thing. It would hinder me. Okay. But I appreciate well, the offer. Okay, well, you just take care then, okay? Yeah. Goodbye. Until later, friend. Okay. I'll be studying when you get back. Okay. Take care. Be careful. If I'm horrifically murdered, uh, don't worry about trying to like find my family or anything. Uh, you know, try and get vengeance for my mum my, my, on my mum's killers. That'd be fine. Uh, but you know, but hopefully <clears throat> it will be a problem. You wander out, Carly. I'm sure you stare at the door for a little. Read the first sentence about seventeen times. Just hoping he's going to be okay. You wander out of the university, Cromwell, an hour later, of course. Uh, are you going to grab a taxi or just walk the hallway? It's a good couple hours walk. I will walk, uh, trying to keep a, an eye out for kind of any kind of tail. Sure. That, give me that a... person's got a tail. That person's got a tail. <laughs> that person's got a tail. <laughs> give me a perception. <laughs> it's like punch buggy, but tails. Uh, 18. 18. Uh, you find that there is nobody following you. And as you get into Southreach, which you're probably a little like, you know, there's been... You wonder about whether you'd be safe in Southreach. Continue to, as far as you can tell, see nobody following you. You move over to the eastern side, following a couple signs uh, to get towards the Munching Mouse, which you have been told to go to. When you get there, you see a rather unassuming tavern placed between the rows of residential housings, all broken and dirty as the rest in Southreach. Uh, the tavern has a thatched roof, timber frame, very, you know, um, what would it be, like Victorian Edwardian style uh, building uh, that seems as though it could fall over at any moment. Uh, and a small sign hanging by chains that reads, The Munching Mouse. If you proceed inside, the inside looks exactly as you would expect. The ceiling is low, the lighting is dim, and there are many patrons sat around the scattered tables and standing around, chatting and laughing to each other, drinking away the night. In the corner, in a little booth, you see the figure that invited you here, 
a gentle smile on his face as he watches over the tavern's activities, the same unassuming visage. Uh, I'll go up to the bar and order a, no, a mugger brown. Well, yeah, when you on. walk up, there's this big um, half-orc fella uh, just standing there, broad shoulders, a bit of a hunch, and you clamber up onto a bar stool and he goes, What do you want? Whatever, whatever everyone else is having. And he turns around, pulls out a big ale, this gigantic stein the size of your face, and just puts it down, splashes a little bit. That'll be two silver. Here's three, and the the fella over in the in the booth, are they regular? I reckon so. Brilliant, thank you. You take your big stein, almost difficult for you to lift up. I'll, I'll head on over. Is it? Does it weigh um, uh, more than ten pounds? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't weigh more than ten pounds. Tentacles carrying it after me. Sure, which is one bobbing behind you. Um, as you approach, uh, the the guy in the booth gives you a nod and sort of puts out a hand to offer that you uh, sit at the table he's sitting. And as he does, he says. Hey, buddy, you came. Yeah, this is for you. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. You know, for a second, I wasn't sure you would. I wasn't sure you'd come, but I'm glad you did. I shouldn't have doubted you. I'm, I'm going to sit out of arm's reach uh, as close as I can to the exit. Sure, just on the edge of the booth. Yeah, and I have uh, my other dust of disappearance ready in my pocket. Fair enough. He says, you might or might not already know, my name is Matthew Fields. But, you know, most people around here just call me Matty. I'm the one who's in charge of Southreach. I'm going to get straight to the point here. Your crew has become a little bit of a thorn in my side of recent, which, I'll be honest, in the most part, wasn't a problem. They would overlook the antics of a few children, but... Your most recent escapade has really changed my mood. Now, I was gonna string you all up and torture you until your eyes fall out, and trust me, I would love to do that, but I'll admit, Cromwell, you caught my eye just, just a little bit. Now see, the others seem like incompetent kids, muddling their way around life, stumbling across my activity, and somehow surviving, but you, you're, you're an old soul. I can tell. You've known what power is. You've got an aura around you that it speaks to me. Someone who's looking for power and not the dumb facade that's given to you by adventuring. True power, and I can help with that. Firstly, let's talk about the money. I understand you're keen to get your hands on it. I can offer a hundred gold per month as a start with the potential to go higher if you impress me and the others. But secondly, and possibly more importantly, the power I mentioned. Now, I can't personally give you power, but we have a lot of people in this organization with power that would make your brain fall out of your ears. I, I believe you met one of them in a warehouse the other night with a metal jaw. 
I can make sure that these people teach you how to wield true power, the proper way, not the university way, and you know, make you more powerful again. And for all of this, all you gotta do is join the crew. Not, you know, some low-level thug, absolutely not, you're better than that. As my right-hand man, after a little bit of training, of course, you help me to maintain Southreach, go on little excursions and sorting out some, uh, what do we call them, problems? What do you say? You've clearly got taste. <laughs> A couple of questions. Of course. The others, I, I understand. Kind of, they're... They're not as careful as I am. Was it them that led you to me? Well, I'll admit their incompetence has definitely helped. I got a lot of eyes around the city. You know, a lot in South Reach, but then you know, the tentacles extend, mind the pun, just a little further if I need them to. Okay. Second question. Mm-hmm. Where is it that you think I've, I've come from? Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know your history. I just, I know people. I know what they look like, I know how they act, and... I know that you're not just a university student. I'd love to know more if you're willing to give out all the details, but... I know you're not just, you know... You're not the same as the others. And what, what happens to them if I take you up on this? Well, as long as they stay out of my way, any of my crew's way, I'm happy to overlook in exchange. Just a, another little perk. You know, it's a large loss. Not one we can't recover from. You know, we'll need to find a few new places, do a, new, a few new things, but uh, they're just the ones at the front, you know. Um, I'd like some details off you about how they managed to get there and who gave them the information, but they're just lackeys. You know, if we kill them... Some others will take their place, and they don't bother me that much. I'd rather go higher up the chain. Unless, okay. of course, you have some kind of resentment for them. It could be a favor to get rid of them. That's up to you. Mm, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> you, you said um, you got a lot of contacts mm -hmm. uh, with power. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not interested in whatever this new stuff is with the dials and the buttons and all the metal. Uh, old school. Mm-hmm. Is that on the table? Oh, of course. I, you might have got a little misunderstanding about what kind of power we have here. The the robots and the cyborgs and all that. Now, we have... Uh, we, we use uh, Thatcher as a supply for more obedient people uh, or fixing up problems when they come about, you know, a couple bits and bobs here, but she's separate to our operation, more of a individual contractor, as it would be. Now, we, we can go back to true magical power, you know, some people here and there, some would surprise you, but whatever you need, you need us to find someone, I'm sure we can find them, you need them to teach you, you can convince them. 
Hmm. It's tempting. I would got a few a few things that I that I want. I've got some wrongs to set right. Um, you're in charge of Southreach. Yeah. Respectable for one presumably so young. <laughs> uh, yeah, if we go by appearances. Um, what about ambitions that span beyond the city? Yours or mine? Is there... Are we talking about an existing network or is this a growing business? Well, I'm not the man at the top. I'm sorry to say. There's a couple people before we get there. Um, for now, we're in control of Veluna. We have a lot of control of Veluna. I mean, I'd love to expand, but it's difficult. I can't talk for sure about what the plans are in the future, but if you wanted to be a part of them and start helping pushing those boundaries, by all means. I mean, we'd have to get you up to that point, <laughs> of course, you know. Uh, even if I do cut you in a little higher than the average starter, you'd have to work your way to a position of importance. But there's a future. Our okay. chief up top is one that is not a fan of the way things work. You know, capitalism and all the bullshit that goes on. That doesn't interest me. I'm not a fan of the way things were. And there are some people who've left the city that I'm going to want to track down. When the time is right. Well, why don't we take it one step at a time? Start with us, gain some power, and then we'll see where that leads. Hey, I mean, if you're keen to go over to different cities and start a new underground, you know, if you show potential, I'm sure, I'm sure it can't be helped but see that potential. I can't make okay. promises, I'm afraid. But I can promise that we can explore it together. Well, the way in you've made very clear. Is there a way to get out if I want to? <laughs> Obviously, not to uh, be a thorn in your side again, but just to operate independently. Parting as friends, of course. Well, I'll admit not many people look to escape. I guess it depends on whether you stay as an asset. If it seems as though you're going to be a problem or a competitor, I'm not convinced that'll go down well. But if you seemed, you know, let's have a look at Fletcher, for example. We've already spoken as an example. She used to be a part of the crew. She isn't anymore. But she is an asset. You know? So our interests might diverge, but not conflict. Okay. I would be free to, free to go. I can't make promises, but if it seems as though that would be better for us, for you, for everyone, perhaps, you know? 
Okay. I'll put it this way. If we're going to train you up and give you a lot of power, it would be in our best interest to not try and fight you. That was my thinking. We're not dumb. I reckon if you expanded into a different city, didn't get in the way of these operations, why would that be a problem? If you started setting up and trying to compete in Veluna, you know. I mean, I'm not going to give away everything that we have, obviously. I'm putting a lot of trust in this conversation. Of course. And I appreciate the directness. A lot of people would try and uh, talk their way around it instead of just saying what the deal is. Another question. Um, everyone else in this bar, mm -hmm. are any of them actually just here for a drink? Or <laughs> if I stand up, are they all going to stand up as well? You are very observant. And he just reaches up, clicks his fingers, and like the entire tavern just goes silent. As every single one of them just turns towards you, just like almost waiting. Yeah, I thought so. Hey, I'm not going to use them against you. No, but it's... I enjoy the demonstration. <laughs> you could have just you could have just said yes. And he, but he, he clicks again and they all just like slowly build back into their conversations and stuff. One last thing. Of course. And then I'll give you an answer. Well... You can take this as your answer. Uh, I'm assuming that coming with you, I won't be going back to the university. <laughs> yeah, your path would in fact diverge just a little. Don't worry about, Tonight. you know, if you're worried about being followed or whatever, we can at least fake your death or move things around, you know? Make you we, we can we can talk about that another time but my acquaintances at the university mm -hmm. let's hypothetically say that uh, they continue to be a pain and they overstep the grace given to them by my actions here tonight. Mm -hmm. I go to them first to let them know. They do it again. That's your business or potentially our business. But I give them the first warning. If their actions are small enough to warrant a warning, you can go. But I can't guarantee that it'll be a warning. If their actions are large enough for a warning, you they get a little bit of leeway. It depends on how much they aggravate us. Like I said before, a lot of what you've been doing, roughing up Wrecker and his pals in a alleyway, I don't care. That's day-to-day -day operations. That's whatever. Blowing up another warehouse, harder to look by. 
It's understandable. But if someone is going out to give them a warning, or if it seems necessary, you'll be the one that goes. And if anything is going to happen in relation to them, you'll be told. Do you know what happened to the Morialis girl? No. I wish we did. I mean, we were keeping an eye on her, but um, someone dropped the ball and... Great. Best we have from the eyes around is a dwarf, I think, running away from the scene, but no one anyone recognized or could find. You've been very open with me, so we'll we'll talk about what I know about that. Interesting. I and um, are we staying here for a drink, or is there somewhere we've got to be? Not if you want to stick around. I take it it's uh, yes. Yeah. Let's go. Wonderful. See, that's just wonderful. I knew I could count on you. Mm. There is a little thing first, though, and I really hope you understand that this isn't an attack on your character. But I do have to do a little circle of truth just to make sure you're not going to betray us. You know, standard procedure. And after that, it's all, you know, I'm not going to ask any questions you don't want to answer. Just one simple question. Sure. Wonderful. And you doing it here, world? Well, as, as he says, wonderful. The door of the tavern just like opens, kind of seemingly on its own, and you see, or you turn a little bit, probably from hearing the movement, and you see this robed figure with the metal jaw walks inside, always glides inside. He stops just past the entrance and takes a look around, and his presence makes the entire tavern just kind of fall silent, almost like a tension building in the air. And Matty just sort of speaks up. And he's like, go on, everyone get out of here. And all of the patrons just suddenly start flying out of the front door around this, uh, this figure, leaving the tavern extremely silent. This includes the bartenders, everybody. It's just the three of you left. The robed figure walks over to the center of the room and beckons you over with this one single metal finger. I'll hop down and go over. Sure. As you approach, he starts to manipulate his hand a little, slowly moving it around in formulated patterns and starts whispering a little incantation. Uh, and the air around you starts to feel a little electric, like static, as magic washes over your head. A truth spell, a truth circle, a circle of truth, one might call it. Do you resist this or are you letting it happen? No, I will fail. Good. I mean, Promwell never fails, but you know, you're allowing this to happen. <laughs> yeah, of course. Mechanically. Yeah. Matty <laughs> hops up, looking just a little bit excited. And he uh walks over to you and says, Like I said, I'm gonna offend you by asking anything personal. Just one simple question. Are you planning on betraying us at any point? No, I'm not planning on that. Wonderful. Amazing. And as, as you answer the question, the static disappears. 
and this the robed figure moves silently to the corner of the room, just into the shadows. Very, you know, yeah, gothic. So, it's up to you what happens from here. I'm, I imagine you'll want to gather things from university, talk with your friends, settle some whatever's here and there. I have a nice place in Southreach you can take residence in. Nice house, four bedrooms, all the works, you know. Uh, all yours. Comes with a job. Take the week, move in, when you like, and then I'll come around to show you the ropes. I've got everything I need. Just uh, bear with me one second. You can watch while I do this. And I'll send a message to Cal saying, all is well. Uh, taking an extended sabbatical. Um... You should be safe. Try not to. I'll say, yeah, you should be safe. Don't trust Dell. <laughs> okay, we can go now. Just one question. You said Dell. Would that be one Captain Dell? I told you we had a lot to talk about. I mean, I just, I'm an excited person. Is that who's been giving you all the information? I know, I know there's someone in the guard who's been arranging all of this. So Captain Dell. Yes, of course. Beautiful. Oh, we're going to have a wonderful relationship. And he start, you know, he uh, puts a, actually, you said you were going to stay. So he puts his hand out to say, you know, sit down, um, clicks his fingers again. And just a couple bartenders walk in start pouring out some drinks and the robe figure how far away from the door am i at the moment oh uh, i don't know probably about halfway you're in the center of the room so like 20 feet yeah sure i'll, I'll just eye it the once and then i'll turn away from it Carly. You probably get that message mm, a couple hours in, so probably like the early hours of the morning. Is this a message sending message or a, me or a mental link message? It's on your talk stone. Is it like it's a text message? Yeah. I'll get Oh, so I'd send a text message back. No, I'd probably... No, I'd send a text message back. Are you okay? Are you sure you don't want any help? Do you respond? I don't want to, but if I don't, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll treat it as though I haven't been in contact. So I'll say, I'm fine. Going to be out of touch. Contact in emergency only. Don't trust Dell. Why not? No response. What time, in the, what time did you say this was? Midnight. By this point, yeah, it'd be early in the morning. Like if you if you walked off at midnight, it would be two by the time you got there in this conversation about half an hour. So it's like half two, three o'clock in the morning. Okay. So I don't think Cal would get charging off, certainly not on his own. I think he would just go for the moment, 
he'll send another another message saying, "Be careful," and then leave it at that. Sure. Friday morning comes around. Cromwell is not back. You haven't slept that much. Probably quite tired. Um, but you're probably out in the main area by the time Maisie J pops out. Neva two button. So I would bring him up to speed on uh, what Cromwell said the previous evening that he left and that I'd show them the messages. Mm. That's so suspicious. I don't know Why? what's going on. <laughs> don't trust El just out of the blue doesn't answer. That's real weird. I, I know. I, I mean, I, I don't know what to think. I mean, it could have been being forced to say it, I suppose. I mean, potentially. But he's a competent man. Exactly. I, I know. I mean, I trust his judgment, but... You do? Well, yeah. you're saying any of this nice stuff? See <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... No offence to any of you, but I don't trust any of your judgment. I no, think I'm we not. all are stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's certainly true. That's certainly true. I mean, but, but I think, you know, in a pinch, he's always come through. So... I don't know... Well, he doesn't like me looking into his business, and he always says he can handle things on his own, and he'll ask for help if he needs it, so... Well, we Unless there's a secret message in those texts, I don't think we need to worry about anything. Ooh, I could call. We could call, you said? I mean, no, we I could. Like no, like a code. Don't call. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Sorry, the, your voice is kind of, like distance away there for a second. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it's, it's very strange that, mind you, I suppose, if he was being watched. But then why would he mention Dell? I mean, that's a, that's a strange bit. I mean, I understand him sort of saying, oh, yeah, I mean, we could get, do we try, take him at his word and not trust Dell, or do we think he's... I mean, to be fair, to be fair, he may have just been saying, don't trust Del like a, she's going to get us killed. Like, she might not be inherently bad, but he might just be saying, freaking dangerous. I mean, the last two times we've done anything for her, we've been in danger, so. Although true, I mean, but I mean, I wasn't there the second time, of course, but the first time was sort of our own fault. She did say don't get involved in fights. We still need to be paid by Del. You know, the one thing that does strike me as weird is uh, Cromwell's normally at least clever enough to come up with an excuse of, like, why not? Why to do something? Like, even if it sounds like total bullshit, it'll still at least come up with a reason. So not responding to that, that's weird. Hmm. He does say no contact. Well, he didn't say no contact. He said no contact except in emergencies. So he's obviously still got his talks done. Has he left shit in his room? Well, he left some notes, which I was supposed to look at if uh, he didn't come back. I suppose technically he hasn't, but... Hasn't come but back? Let's take a look at the notes. Yeah. He hasn't come back. Oh, no. We'll have to... Wait. Doesn't he have, like, traps set up or some shit? I have no idea. 
probably. I'm not going to go in first. Hey, Neva, why don't you go in first? <laughs> <laughs> uh, would a Cromwell have left the door unlocked? Uh, yes. And Jimmy uh, just opens up the door, just wanders in. Nothing yeah, happened. The, the trap was only a noise thing to wake me up if if someone came in while I was asleep. Okay, okay. Just I guess it would be quite difficult to set up when you're not in there. <laughs> he does have a tentacle. <laughs> he does. Tentacle. He, don't we all? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, the, uh, what's the decor a... in this room? Nothing at all, right? I think there's a decrusted uh, oink pot pie sitting in the in the sink. <laughs> yeah, there's there's the there's the last remnants of it in a in a block of ice. Oh no, that's from the first week of school. Oh, it's supposed to be that color. It's been months. James is just gonna wander over to the desk and pick up whatever the hell you've left. Uh, yeah, so what you would see is a piece of paper uh, on the desk. Um, my pillow would look a bit like rumpled and slightly raised. Maybe um, just go over there then. You did say don't okay. look under the pillow, so if you go and look under the pillow, be careful. Okay? He said don't look under the pillow? Yes. Which means oh, wonderful. If you're going to, <laughs> just be careful, right? Just listen up. <laughs> Uh, lifting it up, you see a steel bowl taken from the cyborg's house, uh, and in it is a big dead rat, and another note that says, told you not to look here, cow. <laughs> okay. It, 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 was one of the, it was a Cromwell joke. Okay. That's great. I'll just, That's great. I'll, I'll what just, what, just, what does the notes that James holding say? Uh, the note from the desk? Yes. Uh, that just says, um, if, you, if I've not contacted you or returned, probably dead. Should have been quite the event. Sorry to have missed it. Um, you're... So you've got the most potential, Cal. And looking after the others is a noble pursuit. That's it. There's some bullshit cool. on here about Cal. Let's have a look. Oh, that's nice. That's nice, but I don't understand why you didn't, why you didn't want me to look at it if he was, if he came back. Is there a code in that one? I'm going to investigate. What would it be? Investigation? Perception? Sleight of hand? Stealth? Um, just codex check. Yeah, why would it be stealth? Insight could be insight. Insight. Yeah, I mean, I know y'all usually equate it just to like body language stuff, but it's not just body language stuff. It's looking for the truth. I know it's not body language. Thank you. I'm more running into the. There are like feats and things that allow you to decipher codes. So. I did. I just I, nine languages. Ten, if you do common. I, I would. I would say insight would let you reflect on what it is that you know about me to have written those things. Maybe. Sure. Okay. Rolling. Besides, I haven't rolled a dice yet. So. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> we, none of us have. We need to roll more dice on this damn show. Wait, we're supposed to roll dice? Yes, there are shiny math rocks! I thought it was just collaborative storytelling. It might actually be noisy, but away from the microphone. Is that noisy? I didn't even hear it. I, I thought you hadn't done it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to like play it up even at the, like, the slightest sound as well, and I was like, what the? And then, hello? It's a 17. Are there any secret codes or hidden notes? Ooh. Hang on. Uh, because I want to, I'm very keen to get this right, I would also give myself guidance. <laughs> Which the Before you do it. Yeah. <laughs> after, after the roll, post-roll yeah, yeah, post guidance. After the fact. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Oh, no, post-roll <laughs> guidance sounds like post-not clarity. Now <laughs> 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 I would remember this, but I don't. Here we go. <laughs> post-roll guidance. Oh, four. Excellent. 21. 21. Uh, so, no... No, like, hidden messages. There's probably not enough there to, like, really hide in any kind of code. Um, Cromwell generally doesn't, like, dish out actual, like, compliments to you guys very often, if at all. Uh, so it is probably meaningful that there is a, a compliment in there. And... The, the thing about it being it like it is a noble pursuit as opposed to him kind of being a bit dismissive of your charitable and uh, giving nature is probably kind of a he may he probably respected you a bit more than maybe let on for your words and deeds um, but also it's the others aren't really mentioned except for you looking after them. So it's probably that he liked or, or respected you the most out of them. And wanted you to know that if he died. That's a very nice note. I don't think he's going to help us find him, though. Nice thought, though. So what do we do? I mean, do we respect his decision and leave him to it? Do we try and find him? Do we talk to Captain Dow? We do need to get our payment for the other night anyway. Yeah, but do we should mention we... this? We... No. Why should we not trust Captain Dell? I mean, we have, been, we have been attacked every time we've done something for Captain. I mean, he could have found something out and now it's like danger if he resurfaces his face. Like if he found out that Captain Dell's actually like working on the bad side and has been putting us in danger every time. I mean, it could be coincidence that there's always danger wherever we go, but yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I'm not so inclined just to trust somebody's word on a matter like that. We can't really prove either way, have we? All evidence to me, Captain Dell seems all right. We could. Avoid Captain Dell for now and talk to Rosewood or any of those lot. They seemed more trustworthy, or at least more connected to you. 
we don't have a way to contact them. We have to wait for them to reach out to me or go through Captain Dell. Well, we could go through Captain Dell because you know, there's no reason she would suspect, but maybe not tell about Cromwell just in case she is on the bad side. And then if Cromwell's trying to hide from the people that are trying to kill us, and then we tell the people potentially who are trying to kill us stuff, he might put him in danger. I mean, what would we even say? We don't really know anything aside from he's taking, know, a, yeah. taking a break. Yeah, but then she'll know he's not at the university. If she's a I feel person. I think she's going to know something's up as soon as we show up without him. We showed up without him the other day. We have to decide. She didn't question it. I'll be honest. It, but if he does come up, we have to decide now. I'll be honest about, you know, he's he's gone off somewhere we don't know where. Or do we try and cover for him? We see he's you know, gone back to his home city or something. Let's make a vote. There's three of us. We don't know where Neva's gone. Whether we tell the truth or we lie, for now, to calm down. I'm happy to say just doing Cromwell stuff. Yeah, we could just see he's off at the moment. We don't know where he is. That's, what I, that's, that's all that's, I'm saying. That is true, and I prefer to stick to the truth if we can. Exactly. He's doing Cromwell stuff, keeps him safe. I mean, he's protected us many times. You know, we, we owe him at least that if he's hiding. And then if, I don't know, we get concerned for any reason, we can go trying to find him. Or if he turns up as a cyborg. Hmm. Well, hopefully not. So, I think I prefer Mecha Tentacle over Scab Tentacle. <laughs> that one was truly, yeah, truly yeah. disgusting. And I'm a tentacle. <laughs> what day of the week is it? Friday. Friday. Friday morning. We've got to get to class. Uh, well, should, we, should we contact Captain Delvin? Well, just leave it. Should we just leave it for now? Just let things lie? I'm pretty sure Cromwell's the one who's got Captain Dell's number. No, she's called me. Good. Call Captain Dell. Get her to send one of the other freaking, or maybe Rosewood or whoever, with the money. We can then talk to them. You know? If we just uh, maybe say that we don't want to do any more stuff for the moment because we are concentrating on our studies, maybe? Yeah, she was she was pretty fine with us not before, you know. And I mean, I, it would make sense to avoid Southreach at least because I see her after that sort of little um little incident. I imagine they're looking out for us. Right. I mean, that's one one place he probably hasn't. Oh no, he did say. I forget, I forget. Did he say he was going to Southreach? He didn't, did he? No. Yeah, that's one place he probably isn't. Is Southreach? Uh, even Cromwell's not that stupid. No, exactly. You were only there yesterday, blowing things up. I can't imagine you go back there. <clears throat> All this sounds like a weekend problem. Gonna at least make it through today. Okay. Right. Just go to our lessons and we'll worry about it when we get back. Yeah. Friday passes. You go through your lessons, get to the weekend. Do you, do you phone Captain Dell? Yeah, when I want to get out of chain lessons sure. I won't bother with the RP for it very quick conversation that's just like yes you need to be paid happy for you to not like oh, in fact actually it'll be like you know we don't talk too much over the phones so we're just like I'll send somebody 
Cool. Saturday comes around about mid-afternoon. There's a knock on the door. And it's a pretty hefty... Oh, oh yeah, it's it. okay. <clears throat> okay, you can. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I'll sit right down. <laughs> Over the I'm door. I'm picking up coffee to keep awake. I've had a couple of late <laughs> nights. Oh. Staring you in the eyes is a changeling. Not the changeling you saw before. This changeling has a much more feminine look. Though, of course, with changelings, you don't know feminine, masculine. But a much more feminine, softer chin, bit of a you know, rounded nose. Uh, with a very kind of emo-esque hairstyle, short around the sides, big fringe coming over down one side. Um, obviously, white hair, grey skin. Uh, showing one eye and a tattoo that kind of swirls around. It's very sort of interesting tribal-esque coming down the face. Uh, with a fairly intense look. Wearing... Uh, the kind of armor that you've seen other Valoon and guards wear when they are shooters, you know, when they hold guns. So more leather armor, bracing uh, shoulder pads, um, but again, much darker in color, a, a sort of variation from the normal. Um, but no weapon to be seen, uh, at least not visible. And uh, there's a pause. I, I, are you in changeling form? What does Maisie look like right mm -hmm. now? Yeah, changeling form. Hiding the crystal there's a pause and she looks squints her eyes and goes Maisie that's the one and just walks straight into the flat past you yep <laughs> she's like you oh, know do you want a coffee nice digs <laughs> not gonna lie expected this uni to be so much shitter than this Man, I should have gone to the university. Well, no, I it could be a little better. There's that. no kitchen in here. <laughs> totally would have got kicked out of here. Absolutely. Oh man, this is ridiculous. Anyway, Are you, um, is this the TG you, you met yesterday? No. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. sorry. Yeah, hi. What's your name? John Toe. But you know, like they call me Deadshot and shit. Pretty cringy name. I know, but. I have money for you or something. Just like gets a little pouch and chucks it down. Thanks. Anybody can. Do you want a cup of coffee? I could be tempted. I could be tempted. I've got a pot on. I've been drinking quite a lot today. Actually. Fair enough. <laughs> so I was speaking to Rosewood. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was speaking to Rosewood. Who said that they yeah. you know, met you, blah, blah, big explosion. Um, it was actually a great time. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Super excited to come say hi. Uh, so like when they were like, "Oh yeah, you give some money, blah blah, whatever the fuck," you know, chucking payment and shit. It was great. They but did mention one. that you'd be the one to talk to. <sighs> yeah, listen, Rosewood can be such a grumpy little fuck sometimes. Absolutely the grumpiest. Well, no, hmm, Calvin definitely fights for grumpiest, but don't worry about it. Um. You know, like, I'm here now, so it's way better, right? Rosewood's got a soft spot, though. I saw it. it poked through a little bit. Oh, he's a little softy. He's just, you know, colors and... It, like, transforms. Uh, it's a little different. There's more of, like, um... More of, like, a hexagonal flicker through the body, like, flipping panels as she transforms and transforms into Rosewood, just like... And then transforms back. 
<sighs> and just like flops down on the sofa, legs fly up in the air and land on your um on your uh coffee table like one arm goes up behind It's glass! Oh, well, it's nice being out of the action for a little bit. Mm. I think anyway. you've been very busy recently, then, have you? Well, here and there, you know. I mean, yeah, obviously. Fucking best job in the city. <laughs> it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I'd love to hear more about it, actually. I, I don't know totally much about it myself. I wasn't, I wasn't there. See, I... Technically, I'm not supposed to be sticking around. But, come on, throw some questions at me. Changeling to changeling. Or whatever the hell he is. Blubbery blue thing to changeling. <laughs> okay, so uh, changeling thing's very new to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that, uh, that was really weird to Rosewood. I eh. basically grew up a tiefling. I mean, it's not usual, but like, whatever. Mm-hmm. On, How does I? Well, it's just like kind of overwhelming, you know. I. Hmm. How? What? What was it like? Where? Where did you grow up? Me. Uh grew up in Fourth. Boring. Basically, it was all trees. It's like literally all there is is trees, and then they cut down the trees, and then there's trees, and then they cut down the trees, and then there's trees. It's absolutely the most boring place in the world. But yeah, little changeling family fit in. Nice and easy. Learned to changeling quite young, really. Hmm. I'm still having trouble with it. But I mean, there's not a lot to learn. Basically, I mean, some might tell you there's a couple of parts and stuff like don't stay in the blood, don't do the bahuba have a baba. I mean, generally, best advice: don't let everyone know you're a changeling. Kind of you know, fucks with everything. Um, but whatever, right? You know, you can change. You can be something. Like, you can change your changeling look if you want to. Uh, but like, I really thought about that. But you can choose everything. That's what's so wonderful. I will say, don't know if you're going by any particular pronouns. Usually easiest if you just scrap them. Like, and to be fair, you might be feeling a little bit more one than the other, especially if you grew up feeling like you were a girl tiefling. Guilty fling, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but like we don't really have it's very gender fluid, you know. I mean, oh, you, you wouldn't even know, okay, like not to get into the birds and the bees, um, but like you can be whatever you want for whoever you want, you know. That That's that's the way it's written in like a lot of the like the novels and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. It's that's kind of why this like fantasized or. That's, that's oh yeah, that's, there's always weird stuff though. Like, yeah. You, okay, you will meet people who are weird like that. Yeah. Weird, like Fetishized that. is, is the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Like they'll be asking stuff. I mean, to be fair, I mean, there's not many of us, but some people they go working in you know special houses and they make mint. Uh, not for me, but you know. Yeah. I'm not going to so, judge you if that's the way you go. No. It, it, um, don't worry about that. I'm just more so curious. What what's your role with the with the group? You got like sniper big gun guns. on so. yeah. big gun. Nice. Well, I mean like long guns, you know. Long oh long I, long not big. Got yeah, like, I, I I stay <laughs> that, that's an actual term, long guns. <laughs> like I stay two miles that way, I shoot two miles that way, you know? And I don't miss. 
pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, any chance you know of some weird trans-dimensional gods? No. Okay, just making sure. Nobody knows anything about it. It's a other thing. Ran like old gods. How... Trans? I don't know. All gods are trans. That's that's medic <laughs> myth and mayhem official stance. All no, gods are trans. Sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, you trust Captain Dell? How long have you worked with him? I don't really talk with her that much, but like we trust her as a group. It's usually you know Calvin. Oh, you don't know the group. All right, we have no. Calvin Moore. He's in charge. He goes by Ace. He's you know stoic. He usually has a grizzly beard and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Properly scars. Not usually, but sometimes. Oh. Blades, you've met Rosewood. Um, mm. He's kind of like second in charge. He's like the sensible one, um, mostly. I mean, as sensible as we get. But like you know, he takes things a little more seriously. There's me, John, the most fabulous, of course. Uh, we have. Trest, who goes by Tech. I feel like the name's fairly self-explanatory on that one. He's lovely. They got Tech? Yeah, he's super smart and also super dumb. Uh, and then we've got familiar. We've got Cobb, Cobb, who's called Brute, and they are just... Big. Big. Oh, they're but, big. By choice, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, it usually influences, like, every... Like, tall big muscles mm. i mean like I, i'm talking like base changeling standard changeling you know yeah yeah like how they look and shit very cool what was i very, saying very cool i don't know i don't remember i'm i'm getting lost in thought as well <clears throat> you just anyway <laughs> i gotta fuck off and shit but just chucks like a the like a number across like a talkstone reference across the table. Just like come say hey, we hang out like I won't tell you for now. Uh, we'll meet up at some point. You know they'll all be grumpy. Be Most of them will be grumpy, and then we can just hang. You know, hell yeah, do a thing, and mostly not die. Mostly not die. Mostly. Well, we've all died at least once. Hey, me too. Except for blades, and I feel like he thinks that's makes that that makes them better, but like we all make fun of them for it. So, mm, yeah, gotta die at least once to really live, huh? I don't, you know, I, like, I, like I want that on a t-shirt. I can do that. Anyway. I got some t-shirt people. Hmm. Hmm. Merch. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> leaving. Got to stay around forever. Otherwise, Woo. okay. I'm just gonna later. Woo. And just like walks out the door, and as, as they're walking out the door, just this hexagon flips over the body into just an unassuming like teenage girl, or like you know, young adult girl, just walks off. Oh, nice, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> they are cool. Well, I, that's quite impressive, really. You know, I, I'm very jealous of that. That thing that you can do, that's, that's a fantastic talent. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm getting used to it, slowly. Not quite at the point where I want to like wake up as a different person each day, though. That still seems weird. 
I can mm. sort of see what you mean. I, I, I don't know how to feel if I could, if I could change, would I? I don't know. It's like, how do you hold on to your sense of self if what yeah. you look like is different all the time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It'd be fun to mess about with, but I think I don't. Oh yeah. I'd always want to be this again at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll work it out. So. We may go retrospective when uh, putting this back, but a couple weeks in the future after Cromwell's disappearance, you don't hear anything from him, unless Joe tells me otherwise. You don't hear anything from him. You don't get anything through. Uh, Captain Dell doesn't message you for now, sort of waiting on you. And you get the very rare, calm couple of weeks where nothing much is happening. There's a little bit of movement in the corridor as if somebody's moving in the flat opposite, but you never actually manage to catch anything. But eventually, there is on, you know, let's go for like a, you know, a nice Tuesday evening, uh, the 3rd of February, uh, two and a half weeks on, there's a, another knock at the door. So many, but like this is spaced out. But a very nice little tap on the door. Oh, hello. Hi, new flat beat. Standing there is a, uh, young adult girl wearing like a little badge that's just like you know uh, student ambassador style kind of thing. It's just like, hi. Okay, so I got a request from all of you. Not really my request. Kind of a you know from the dean kind of request. Um, you got a new friend moving in opposite, and we're kind of hoping, but there's no pressure. You could just like show them around, show them the ropes. They're, they're starting late. It's intimidating. They're a little different to the average student, but it would be great if you could just like be a friend to them, nice and close to them. All the super chills. You know? As long as it's yeah. not a friend of neither, we had that once. So is it? No, absolutely uh, not. <laughs> we have enough on our plate. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Damn. Be a grumpy <laughs> Listen, there's no pressure. I just, I don't want people to feel like they're being left out. And, you know, I asked a couple around. I did ask the flat over next from you. They were super unresponsive, grumpy little grumpuses. But, you know. You know? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. No, no, I mean, who is it exactly? I'll let you introduce yourself so there's no pressure. They're just opposite. They're moved in. You know? Okay. Okay. There's no, like, uh, there's no uh, official syllabus. Do an orientation as you want. They have their classes. Just be a friend. Yeah? Lucky to go over now. Is there pay involved? No. No. It's just being <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll leave and let you move on with your evening, but super thank you. Anything you can tell us about the uh, the new student? I'll let them speak for themselves. Just, just meet, just meet them. Just I'll let them speak for oh, themselves. Just over and open the door. Gives you like finger guns as she walks away. <laughs> oh dear. Do you think she's the first year as well? I'm going to bed. <laughs> it's probably nine a.m. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Well, I've got to go over and uh, say I don't know. No, no, I'll... I'll... Jay! 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we have someone new that we have to befriend now. Oh, I don't want yeah, to be friends. Fine. Nice. So Where are we going? Cal, Cal will do all the talking. We can just stand there. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to make a good impression, right? We're going to be nice. Um, I I do the changeling thing with my mouth, but I make it look like the crystal evil evil thing. Oh. <laughs> that is very good. I do like that. <laughs> but don't do that. <laughs> you walk over and give a thunk 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 on the door opposite. Does the door open? It does. It does. <laughs> and would you like to describe before we move on into the into our uh, into our nights, who they see standing, the other oh, side of, of said door? If standing it, probably, is really surprised. <laughs> standing is is possibly the wrong word. Uh, you see, um, existing uh, in front of you, uh, about standing the, the same same kind of height as a dwarf, about four foot tall. Um, why don't you go put it above your head? And uh, four, four, <laughs> four foot tall. Four foot tall. <laughs> four foot wide and four foot deep. A green cube of slime. Nice. Uh, and um, they're wearing a uh, they're, they're lime they're lime green. They're wearing a lime green. Uh, bowler hat on their head, also made of slime, um, and they kind of have little like indentations to denote a face on their on the face that they have facing you, uh, and they go unclear where the voice comes from, uh, but from the entity, and they go, "Hello, I'm Tina. It's so nice to meet you." Tina, great to meet you. We we, uh, we thought we'd come over and welcome you to the university. Wanna come over and join us and say hello? Oh, that's very kind of you. I I you know, I would really like to do that. What's your What are your names? Oh, well, I'm Cal. Cal, very nice to meet you, Maisie. Cal. I'm Tina. Very nice to meet you, Maisie. I'm Tina. What? Uh -huh. This is Jay. Nice to meet you, Jay. I'm Tina. And and Eva's back in the. Uh, she's busy at the moment. She's back in the in the flat. And we're I'm assuming sure Cromwell's nice dead. To, I'm sure it will be very nice to meet Tina and hopefully Cromwell. I will still be Tina. <laughs> that, that's good. Do you change your name a lot? No, that's that's why I'll still be still be Tina. Oh, that's, Tina that's has, good. has always been my name as, as far as I know. Excellent. It's been my name for, for two years. Before that, I didn't really have a name, I don't think. Oh, only two years. Okay. Okay, yeah. fine. But well, let's go. There's a point standing here chatting in the corridor. Come, come back in. Do you, do you drink coffee? Uh, sure. Yeah, I can. I can drink coffee. Well, is that is that, the, is, is that done a lot here? Do you, do you drink a lot of coffee? But well, I do. Not everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Most of you'll see. Of you'll see inside of Tina is uh kind of comes to the forefront a little bit. Then they're, they're not totally opaque, but they're also not entirely translucent. Uh, the outline of a book inside them opens, turns a few pages, and you can see like writing start to appear. <laughs> Lots of coffee oh in Veluna, and then it was. Yeah, great. Well, Thank you so much for the invitation. 
on that beautifully slimy note, we'll end up the episode there. What the heck is it? It is that this cube. This you, oh. if you know, yeah, you would probably recognise this as a gelatinous cube, but yeah. they look a little bit different because they're green rather than translucent blue. Yeah, yes. It's more plasmoid, you. you may say. Mechanically, you would be correct. They are a plasmoid. <laughs> But for, oh. but for Gel, they're an awakened gelatinous cube. That's absolutely beautiful. I was going to do this with a campy German accent, but when I tried to practice it, I just kept falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, think, well, I think we can stick with um, uh, uh, Taris having the, yeah. the accent. <laughs> you know, with, with, that, with the voice the way it is now, I just want to protect them at all costs. So... Purdy is going to come back and be so confused. I don't um, think she'll care that much. But you don't get to find anything out for a couple of weeks. Next week is Terrace. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to hold on for a couple of weeks to find out what the friggity frick is going on. Ah, yeah, oh, be beautiful. Anyway, do you know why? Do you know why they're called Tina? <laughs> oh no, green <laughs> patina. No. You've already said no. it. For a gelatinous cube. A gelatinous cube. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's nothing complicated oh, in this one. There's no there's no hidden <laughs> meaning. How nice is that? I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy for the use of their music in the episode. And a big thanks to you for listening. If you'd prefer to watch us on video, so you can see our actions and reactions, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. Don't forget to come back next week to see what the characters get up to in the next part of this epic adventure. I'll see you then.